Welcome, everybody, to episode 32 of the Anime Arcade Podcast. The four of us are here for our first impressions from spring 2017. My name is Jeff. I'm here with Logan. Yo. Carlos. What's up, everyone? And JD. Oh, it's so sweet to be here. Thank you, Jeff. And not thank you, Logan, of course. (laughs) And with our powers combined, we have great opinions. So thank you for listening to us. (laughs) In the I, um, form of we know the best anime. <laughs> yes. So and, you, and we don't disagree. Of- or we don't yeah, no, we don't disagree. <laughs> I'll lie to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because uh, because we're all right. So what should we disagree about? Um so yeah, we, we go about two hours. This is part one of our uh, first impressions for the spring twenty seventeen season because we, we go pretty in depth here with a lot of these shows, uh, give you a good idea of uh, what's worth watching for the rest of the season. Um, We are going to switch it up, and I'm actually going to attempt to do our contact info this time in the intro, much to Logan's dismay. Attempt away. (laughs) You can reach us by our email at mail.animearcade.gmail.com. Almost messed that up. Uh, Our Facebook is Anime Arcade. Our Twitter is Anime underscore Arcade. And our Instagram is the underscore Anime underscore Arcade. Um, Hit us up on any of those. Uh, I'll probably get told how I messed that up at some point in the near future. Um, Please leave us reviews on our iTunes as well. Um, We'd really appreciate those. Uh, It helps people find us. You guys have anything to add before we jump in? No. Enjoy. Well, my mission my mission is to, to try and convince all of the viewers to watch my shows. Because not a one of them is bad this season. Lots of good stuff, that's for sure. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's one of the best seasons I have seen in quite some time. I would concur with that. It's a great season. A lot of good shows. It's actually really hard to pick. Um, I'm watching more shows this season than I have in a long time. And, and I'm looking to watch more just because so many of them seem good. So... Uh, Buckle in. I think you'll enjoy this this podcast, and thanks for listening, guys. Enjoy. See you soon. looks like uh yeah it looks like the game's already started i don't know who these countries are that says lcl versus lln so that's Ladam north versus lcl who's lcl uh um, latvia is that is that asia oh uh, yeah, lcl yeah left coast Le- latinos Chinese <laughs> <laughs> <Terrible>. <laughs> left coast latinos <laughs> yes, no 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 the, exactly the chinese teams are uh are lpl i believe Premier um, league yeah, I LCL. Fuck, who's LCL? Russia. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's Russia. That's that's Virtus Pro. Russia. They're, they're big in um Counter Strike. Mm. That's way left coast. No, yeah, way yeah. left coast. <laughs> no Albus Knox. It's yeah. no Albus Knox. Not this time. They probably didn't make it. I wonder if they got bought out. Probably. Anyway.
So what's up, guys? <laughs> Watching some uh, League of Legends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the MSI. Yep. Got the group cool. stages going on right now, or the the uh, essentially all the the I don't want to say crappier because it's mean, but the crappier um, leagues get a shot uh, at the big tournament. Right now, they're in their little group stage, and then they move up. And I think it's uh, Taiwan and TSM. Yeah, Taiwan and North America uh, play the winner of this tournament to see who goes on to the the it's big. So bizarre tournament. how they're doing this. Well, they're doing it because, like, by by historic uh, tournament um, performance. It is kind of bizarre though, because Taiwan is usually done better than China. So I don't know why China is in the big three, like the three who who just get to go to the big tournament, regardless. Mm-hmm. And Europe has historically worlds done well, but historically MSI done incredibly poorly. So <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know how they they calculate everything. Uh, Korea that makes perfect sense. They win everything. So <laughs> damn Korea, right, yeah, damn Koreans and their amazing video game skills. That that uh, reaction speed, APM. reflexes, APM. Um, cool. Uh, so we're here to talk about first impressions for the spring 2017 season. But as before we get into that, is there any news, anything exciting that you guys have uh, heard in the past couple weeks, couple days, week? Uh, in terms of uh, contact collection, for those of you who have been listening to us. Uh, and wondering, uh, there is now an official date to the uh, spring event. It's May second, so it's coming up real, real soon here. So if you've been, uh, if you're a listener who plays Contai Collection, but for whatever reason hasn't decided to get into the Discord, now would be the time because we have some guys on there who really know their stuff and can help you out uh, in terms of event prep and all that crap. Indeed, yeah, but good group it. in there. That's um, it. Oh, no. well, no, no, wait. Big news. Yeah. Wait, why didn't I think I of this know, first? I'm confused. Yeah. <laughs> so, Any Song World uh, Bot City, I believe it's called, is a big concert that they just started last year for Anime Expo. This year, they just announced that Aquars and the Cinderella, Idolmaster Cinderella Girls will be at the first uh, show yeah, performing uh, on June 30th. So, like I think tickets go on sale. Like tickets Monday? for non-premier fans go on sale. Mo- is it Monday, Monday for that first, one? Yeah. And then I, I forget the other uh, for the because there's another concert too that's got a lot of great performers there. Um. So if you're a love life fan, <laughs> for the love of God, this is the only time they've ever been in the states. Muse was never allowed near the states. I'm, I'm not sure why. Maybe they just didn't understand that there was a Western market for it. But yeah, finally getting awkward. Yeah, our Discord went nuts when that, you know, when that announcement came out. You guys were so excited, and I mean, at first we didn't even think it was real, and and I, I'm just watching you guys react to it. That's huge. I mean, I, I wish I wasn't on the East Coast because I would be super stoked for something like that. But it's gonna sell out quick, I bet. Oh yeah. So, uh, oh yeah. No, so we we got tickets to the me me uh, in the Discord. Me Spango and B Tag are all going to Anime Expo. Um, and we got tickets last night for the the second concert, which has all the I, I, off the top of my head, I can't think of all the <laughs> of all the uh, performers uh, performers that are going to be there. But yeah, on Monday, uh, I will be on standby, waiting at my computer at you know sit or I guess at five fifty nine 
uh, waiting for six to roll around for me to buy tickets. That's PM, by the way. Yeah. 6 PM PST. PST. Pacific time. Awesome. Yeah, that's going to be exciting. I, I can't wait to hear about it. Hopefully you guys get some video or something. I will try my best. And hopefully I get to, to go to, I don't know, some kind of autograph thing because that'd be amazing. Oh, man. What if uh, what if their autograph session coincides with the uh, Nico? Sora the Koi? That's the one thing I'm worried about because they're, okay, their concert is before the Nico event okay. thing. But, but yeah, I'm not sure what their autog- yeah, if what their autograph sessions are going to look like. Hopefully there's multiple and hopefully Sora Tokoi is there. If Sora Tokoi is there, that that would be amazing because it would just knock out everything I need to do in in one go. I don't Bushy Road would let her go there if they have their own event. Yeah, they're um her and and uh I, I always forget I, I forget the other girls' names, but uh, Umi's voice actress uh will be there as well. Because apparently her, Sora Tukoi, and two other girls are in another idol group. I, it, Milky Homes, I want to say, is huh. what it's called. Interesting. Uh, Milky Homes, those are the, um, they've been around a while. They're, they're the girls, they dress up like the Sherlock yeah. Holmes things, and they've got the different colors. Yeah, and uh, what do you call it? They, they did a, if I'm not mistaken, they did an ED for, uh, I want to say, it was last season, it was um, Occupus Trip. Hmm. I think they were one yeah, of them. Yeah, they did. They did. Yep, they were one of the uh, featured uh, endings or whatever for for Occubus trip. Um, so cool. That should be. That exciting. sounds like a lot to look forward to. Um, AX. When is that again? Anime Expo. Yeah. Uh, Anime Expo this year. Like normally, it's only a four day thing, but this year they're doing like a uh, a, a day zero or a night zero thing. So it'll be from June thirtieth to July fourth. It usually runs fourth of July. Is that so, like yep, a, yep, I'm is that a Thursday to a Monday or is that a Wednesday to a uh, Sunday? I think it's a Friday to like a Tuesday. Ooh, really? Yeah. It's it's That's odd. Yeah. It's really weird, but it's always Fourth of July. Okay. They like the last day is always Fourth of July. Interesting. So. Oh, okay. I'm not sure if they Falls how on they July do it first on, then. Yeah. <laughs> so That's Canada Day for the international listeners <laughs> out there. No, it's my little brother's birthday. That's the only thing. <laughs> Uh, I'm always I away Canada for is better than your little brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, a bunch of new games came out. What do you got? Uh, Mario Kart Deluxe for the Switch mm-hmm. came out. I, uh, I need to grab it. Quite popular. May or may not have been playing that last night. Yeah, uh, we may uh, or may not have heard you <laughs> on Discord, <laughs> which is yeah surprising. Your family, your family gets real into it. Yeah, it's intense. Uh, Mario Kart is life or death, and you got to win. <laughs> and I did. It's it's really good because a lot of people didn't buy the Wii U, so this game coming out with a little with a lot of extra stuff uh, makes the makes the Switch that much more worth buying. It's good. And then I got yeah. I got Poyo Poyo versus Tetris. Poyo Poyo Tetris. Nice. Poyo Poyo. Um, yeah, so basically it's the the famous puzzle game Poyo Poyo and the even more famous Tetris, and you can kind of battle each other with the same <coughs> mechanics of both games. It's, it's a lot of fun. It gets really hard. It's got crazy Japanese caricatures flying across the screens when you hit combos. It's, it's fun. It's a fun time. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, it's a good battle game. It's a great multiplayer game. So if you're dying for more <gasps> multiplayer experiences for the Switch, which is kind of what the system's turning into... Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's very affordable. 
It's an affordable game. Yeah. Here in Canada, nothing's affordable, but. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, everyone's going nuts over Persona Five. For sure, I still need. Oh, it. It's yeah. been out, still it's been out for a little while, but we haven't mentioned it. <clears throat> I decided to get near Automata instead because it was like half cool. the price here. <laughs> I, yeah, I think Persona definitely. Five is. I'm gonna like. I dip. I dipped into it quite a bit when it first came out, but uh, honestly, uh, I don't think I'll be playing that game until after the semester's over. Because for like for the remainder of May or for the remainder of April, where we're at, and then all of May, it's going to be studying and and watching seasonal anime, taking up all my time. Yeah. So um, yeah, if no one else has any big Let's news, into it. I guess yeah. we'll get into that seasonal anime. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Ah, nothing's come out that no one's heard of. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, why don't we open up with the one that probably everyone's talking about the most, the big the big AOT uh, Season 2. Attack on Titan is back. Everyone Shibaki is... No <laughs> yeah. Everyone is... Uh, everyone's into it. Everyone's definitely psyched about it. And I think that the show has, has really impressed me. Um, it's jumped right back into what I love about the show. Um, but I'll let, I'll let you start out JD if you want, since I know you are also watching this with me. Oh, I've, I've also started watching the English dub as well. There's only been, uh, I think one episode out. I think the second one aired today, uh, upon recording, which I haven't seen yet. Dub's just as good for those that want English in their lives. Uh, the, Japanese is, you know, the voice acting is still great. It's high octane energy from the get go. There was a lot of worry that this arc in the manga, I guess, is just what I was reading and hearing was uh, it was a bit slow and I'm not getting any of that at all. It's it's very intense. It's I I think it's it's just as if not more intense as the first season was in the beginning, to be honest with you. I, I I'm actually not sure what they did because like I, I heard the same things and I purposely avoided the manga um, because I didn't want to ruin the story in the anime. But um, yeah, I mean this it's, it's opened up and it's been crazy. I mean, it's really captured. I think all of the things that I loved about the show. Yeah. I mean, it introduced probably the cutest character of uh, 2017 so far, beast Titan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Logan yeah. can shake his head all his want. You cannot deny those ads. I will. And I can. <laughs> Beast Titans, uh, Beast Titans, interesting, and he's another mystery. That this show, this show definitely is doing a good job of laying on the mystery for us. And season two's opened up with several more. Uh, it, it's Beast Titans, another interesting uh, intrigue that this show's introduced. Yeah, I mean, there's um, it. It opens up with a Titan being inside the wall. Isn't that yeah? That's how the uh, season, the first season ends, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That was the cliffhanger at the end of the season cliffhanger. one. So it opens up with that Titan in the wall, um, the the uh, the church slash cult in in the society there has something to do with it, and um, our 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 crazy scientist girl is trying to threaten or find out what the mystery is. Uh, the other mystery is there's Titans in the wall in the main wall, uh, but as the search parties scouring the walls they can't find an opening so there's another mystery and then the the mystery just on top of that is some of these scouts go to a nearby village and everyone's missing there's no bodies no blood no nothing 
but there's a Titan on a house that's like ripped open from the inside with really small yeah. legs and arms. So another mystery. And then you put on Beast Titan on top of that. What's going on there? And yeah. then they have this uh, they have this stand at a tower, this like watched old watchtower, uh, where they all kind of met as they're scouring the wall to say, hey, where's the opening? And they all go, well, there's, we didn't find one. We must have missed it because of it being dark. Uh, then the moon comes out and there's a bunch of titans attacking them and cue gruesome everything from there. So right. there's, there's five questions, major questions that we all want answered. Uh, and it's doing a really good job of keeping it hidden, keeping us intrigued. The action's still there. Uh, even though there is a lot of exposition and dialogue, more than I think what we're used to, it's still presented in a way that keeps it very interesting. Definitely. Definitely. It's, it, you're right. The action's been phenomenal. We're kind of now, you know, the first season got out of the way all of the, like, we're just going to get slaughtered by these monsters. Um, so <laughs> they actually can fight back now, which is cool. So you've got actually some, a ba- you know, a battle instead of just a slaughter in some cases. And um, it's also brought a lot of that whole desperation back at the same time, you know, like horrible, horrible, gruesome, like hard to watch stuff already in the first three episodes of this show. Um, What's the most I, gruesome to you? Just just going over those first three, because I feel that that's okay to spoil because it's just three episodes. That, to me, I was really, that's when it brought me back into the show, I think, when that, that commander at the the one little site that they had all the kids at that weren't in their gear um he stayed back to try to help them out and the, the first the time you see the beast titan oh the first the first encounter yeah that first encounter with the beast titan that just helplessness that that guy was enduring that that horrible scene where you know he's unfortunately surrounded i um that to me was what kind of brought me back into the like oh my god this this world is, is fucking crazy excuse <laughs> my french um so yeah i mean i'm i'm all in on attack on titan i'm loving it so far i think well, season two it, that scene definitely did a lot of it, it brought a lot of adrenaline to me yeah but to me the the most gruesome part was the stand at the tower and you had the main lady the main girl the main commander li- girl who was there the blonde mm-hmm. the blonde chick i can't remember her name i was like oh my god she's a badass i'm feeling her she's great and uh, her gear runs out of steam, and she just falls into a titan's arm, and it cuts to the guys watching her yeah. be surrounded by all the titans, and she starts screaming, I'm sorry, daddy, I won't do it again. Yeah. No, dad, I please don't do it. And then yeah. you just hear the crunch, and you're like, oh, what happened in her childhood? Yeah, exactly. So it, it brings that, you know, when you're, when you're facing death, at its door, like what yep. what trauma comes back and what you don't want yep. to, it was, it was nuts. No, you're right. That scene was powerful and, and it was similar. And that reminded me of the scene that I'm speaking of too, because the mania that they were experiencing was so believable yeah. that just the, the fear and the terror and just the, I don't want to, I don't want to die right now, which seems a lot more believable than what you see in a lot of anime and, and previously in the show where it's like, I accept death kind of thing. It's like, I know that that some that maybe there are people out there who can be in the jaws of a titan and getting their body torn apart and that's how they're <laughs> going to react but I think I think typically you're going to be like holy shit I don't want to die yeah. right now like I'm I'm going to die really 
in an awful way. So the the last one that stood out to me was in that same third episode where the dude uh, got pretty much a concussion, mm-hmm. and he was and he and he fell back into the tower and he saw the booze. Yeah, and he and he yeah. takes it and he's like, "Well, I'm screwed." One last sip and they're and it's bone dry and he goes, yep. "It's just not fair." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you just see the that Titan guy. Po- you just see the Titan's eyes come up in the tower and you're like, "Oh no, yeah. <laughs> that poor guy." Yeah, yeah so, the, so. The, the 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 show has the the mystery, the action, the the gruesome still there. Uh, I do have a question for you, Jeff. Who do you think the Beast Titan is? Because none of us have re- read the manga, so we're not we're totally guesswork. I have to guess Aaron's dad. That's that's who I was assuming. I'm assuming yeah. it's his dad. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I assume that his yeah, dad was because dead. he's. Well, they never specifically uh, said he was dead. That's true. He just yeah. he, he just it, he's Mister Experiment guy who clearly experimented on his own son and left. Yeah. He just exactly. He he he's a doctor, so he's like a traveling doctor, or scientist, or something. And, and yeah. clearly, I mean, they they hinted that pretty strong in the first season that, that he has something episode. <laughs> to do. Yeah, I mean, and I don't know if people forgot about that, but he clearly has something to do with these titans. And the Beast Titan is what we can see as the most capable and physically like uh, terrifying titan that we've seen. I mean, the the huge titan guy, what what's he called? The gigantic titan or something? Colossal on that. titan colossal titan i mean yeah he's huge but i mean i'd be more afraid of the beast titan if he was kind of hanging out at my door still so yeah so avoiding any other spoilers because we didn't reveal like much plot other than just the main quest uh yeah it's 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 great would you pass it (laughs) would i pass is it is it worth Uh, a gander worth a quick peek this this season has a lot of really good stuff. Um, I'll be honest. Uh, this show is right up there, you know, with the best of them. So, cool, 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 cool. Well, I'm glad we got the uh, the despair and the uh, the sadness up front, and uh, now Carlos and I can kind of lighten the mood with uh, the, <laughs> the the fluff show of the season. <laughs> Um, so Hinako Note is the, the next show that we're going to talk about, which is a just slice of life, super moe, uh, fun show, um, about a girl named Hinako whose, uh, quirk is she's from the country and she is super shy. Whenever people try to talk to her, she goes into scarecrow mode. And, um, that was like... (laughs) Her job back in the sticks was uh, her like farmer neighbors would come talk to her and ask her to be a scarecrow because she's such a good scarecrow. Um, so. Well, it's that and that she she was really good with animals. So the animals would just hang out around her while they were planting seeds and harvesting crops, so they wouldn't you know yeah, eat, eat the mm-hmm. vegetables or anything like that. Um, yeah, and it, it's not so much just like anybody talks to her. Like once she knows somebody, she'll start she'll start talking to them. But uh, but yeah, new people, new people yeah, uh, sure. scare the crap out of her. <laughs> but now uh, she's moved to, I don't know if it's Tokyo or I don't know if they really say where she moved to, but a bigger city. Indescript. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she now wants to get into theater because she believes that that <laughs> will help her get over her fear of, you know, talking to people. Um, so it's just kind of the story of her um, living at this place where... Uh, it's a bookstore and a cafe, um, and the residents, and they have to work there uh, so they can 
eat and sleep there. And uh, just all, all the girls have have their own like little different quirks as well. Yeah. Uh, not that's not quite as bad. There's one girl who's constantly hungry and will literally eat the pages out of books like a fucking goat. <laughs> um, there's a there's a a maid girl. Um, I guess she really doesn't have a whole lot of quirks other than she's really into the land landlady. The landlady's uh, really into theater. Um, then there's the am I missing uh, anybody? The, the new uh, like Sundere. Oh, the rival. The rival. Um, yeah. Who like is jealous that Hinako is able to talk to uh, the landlady. Uh, their their senpai in ha- school. Have you have you seen the latest episode? Uh, the the last one I saw was when. I think it was the rival's introduction. I don't think. Oh, uh, no, there's there's a there's a newer one. I, w- I watched it yesterday. Uh, the one thing I can say is this this show is a lot like um, is the order a rabbit or mm-hmm. uh, I was thinking of another one just now and it's gone now. Uh, it was there and now it's gone. But yeah, I like that that type of show. But what I like about it a little more than that type of show, because, oh, uh, Kieran almost. OK. What what I like about it more than these those shows, like I love those shows, uh, but they're you know really episodic. And this one seemed like it was going to be that way too. Mm-hmm. But in the latest episode, they introduced a new character uh, who is essentially going to be like their their uh, theater instructor, I guess, or like the club mentor or whatever okay. the hell they call it. Uh, and I don't want to spoil it for yeah. you, but like. Uh, they they essentially made it so that where this show is actually going to like it seems like it's going to have kind of stakes like there's going to be a moving plot okay whereas with Kino no Mosaic and Is Order a Rabbit that really wasn't the case hmm. so I'm kind of excited for that and to see if they you know that pans out to be anything uh, substantial worthwhile yeah. yeah exactly substantial because okay. a lot of these shows I'm happy to watch episodically for sure, for sure. Uh, and it, you know they're 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 your you come home and it's like, man, today sucked. And you watch, you know, a really lighthearted story and you're like, okay, yeah, stuff's not as bad as I thought it was. <laughs> um, but, uh, but I'm, I'm kind of hopeful that this, that the storyline pans out. Yeah. It's just, it's just uh, a fun show. It's cute. And the characters. Yeah. Are... I mean, from the, from the opening to the ending, it's a fun show. Yeah. And like, they really set it up well with the opening and ending uh, themes of this show. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, it's it actually my I'm, so it's something I'm considering getting. You know, I usually get OPs and EDs, but uh, I kind of feel like I get sick of them. <laughs> I don't um, know. My one complaint with the show is that um, they spend too much time in their like chibi form. I would like to see more <laughs> more of their actual, you know, high school. Art budget. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so that's my one complaint. But yeah, other than that, it's fun. Oh, and the the last episode too. Uh, I I guess you know you know this happens a lot in the anime industry. The uh, you get the uh, the voice actresses who are also singers or idols okay. or whatever. But the um, there was a performance uh, by the main character, uh, well by Hinako, I guess. Um, minor spoilers, and <laughs> her voice actress can sing unless unless that's you know completely different. You know, like they do in in Hollywood movies where you know like George Clooney will be singing and it's totally not George Clooney. Uh, <laughs> For any of you who've who've ever seen uh Oh Brother Where Art Thou, um, it's it's uh she's got a great voice on her. That is her. I, I feel like a lot of uh, Japanese voice actresses um, have you know a good uh, musical ability. I guess mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, for sure. Yeah. Why don't we uh go ahead and <laughs> move on? And uh, this next one is uh 
Can't wait to talk about yeah. this. <laughs> baby. So have at it. So, so this show, um, and once again, I'm going to remind everybody that you guys selected the shows for me, but this was a show <laughs> that I, um, I wasn't unable to partake in the draft episode because my internet decided it wouldn't work. Um, and I'd like to blame you guys for picking the show for me. I would also me, like to point out that it's, you uh, said I will take that show if it's available. I, well, exactly. That's what I was getting to. Is that I, I, I would like to blame you. I would like to blame you, but unfortunately, <laughs> I can't because um, I did like the the promotional material for this show. It looked really nice. Um, the The show is ready for it. Clockwork Planet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> I look at the Crunchyroll popular shows thing and it's right up there. Honestly, it's, it's, it's actually a pretty popular show this season, which surprises the hell out of me, but it looks, it looked beautiful in the promotional art. The character designs looked really good. Uh, the main character in particular, um, Naoto. Uh, Naoto is the guy I'm talking, actually the main girl, um, Ryuzu, Ryuzu, right. Um, looked amazing. Um, Unfortunately, the animation studio who took on this project is is just not doing the job that I'd hoped they would when I saw everything initially. Um, so that's my first knock against Clockwork Planet. It, it just it doesn't look nearly as good as I wanted it to. Uh, the animation is is definitely below average, in my opinion. Um, JD, you're also watching this one with me. Uh, what is your first uh, oh, I'm first take it. on this? I'm one? watching it with you. I even got blood packs on some forums to finish it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it is what I am deeming the Black Butler show of the season. Black Butler show of the season. Yeah, I think that that's good, and I actually I think I'm going to have fun watching it with that look. Approaching it from that angle, I think I'm actually going to enjoy watching the show because it's it's outrageous. It's it the the story. It wants to be taken seriously, and it just really cannot be. <laughs> um, we watched the uh, first couple episodes at the hotel in Sakura Khan, and um, I'm glad we did because I was really able to kind of, you know, <laughs> come into this show with a much better way of thinking than I would have probably if I was trying to take it seriously at home on my couch. Yeah, so the my, uh, I think mindset's probably uh, important for this this kind of show because yeah. I'm sure the uh, I'm sure the source material is, is great, but uh, from the first episode that I saw and what I hear, you know, you guys talking about, just sounds like the, <laughs> the kind of show that you need to have a drink with to watch. Oh, yes. you need a couple, a couple, a couple, <laughs> a couple. Um, just so thinking about you, it makes me want to just take a sip of my beer right now. <laughs> You've literally, I need to get another beer, and as soon as this show we're done talking about this show, I'll go to the refrigerator. But. Um, so you've got a storyline that's setting up to be a a, a a catastrophe, like an apocalyptic event, and we it's a hero story. These these cast of characters are now in charge of saving Tokyo, right? And it's like a section of Tokyo from being sucked into the I think it's planet Kyoto or, something. or something like that. Kyoto, Kyoto. yeah, it is. Yeah. It is Kyoto. Yeah, you're right. Um, however, then they also are constantly injecting in these really cheesy bits of romance and and etchy perviness between the two main characters mm. uh <laughs> okay you have my attention <laughs> uh the first episode had a very infamous scene i think already with the the finger blow job um that was the 
that's how the main character activated this gear made that he has now found <laughs> out of the. <laughs> no, that's how that's how she registered him as her master. Is that it? Yeah. Yep. Oh, is that, so is that, is that the bad stuff? Because I'm, I'm, I've seen. No, no, no. I got. Okay, I've seen I'm the show pay, where I'm, like a guy got registered by an actual blowjob. So, <laughs> as so, as a master of another robot. <laughs> yeah, but you're probably thinking of a hentai. <laughs> eh, it's a softcore. <laughs> okay. No, this is so every every episode. There's some scene or sequence of characters. Interacting with dialogue, if you can call it writing, uh, <laughs> where something stands out and it makes me just burst out in so much laughter of just slap slap my head. Why is this happening? And in episode one is the finger blowjob. So let's just paint the scene. Because even me talking about it just doesn't do it justice until you visually see it with your eyeballs. Yeah, what happens- you randomly have gear made falling from the sky for no reason that we can decipher at this point. Um, and someone he, didn't strap down the, 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 the clock coffin that held her <laughs> and it just fell out of a plane. <laughs> so th- then this girl is apparently has been like broken. She's like the savior of the world, but she's been broken for hundreds of years. And, um, this little dork that finds her suddenly has really good hearing. That's his superpower or something. Mm-hmm. And um, he hears where there's a loose screw in heart. her clock. Yeah. He doesn't heart. even say screw. He just goes, I don't like that sound. And then opens her up via her boobs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Everything um, I'm hearing sounds normal. <laughs> <laughs> this all sounds totally fine. Yeah. Uh, you guys don't do this? But yeah. But they set this they set this up prior to him with this crazy uh, dialogue where he's talking to himself and going, oh, I'll never be a master clocksmith. I can't even fix a simple clock. And he just has all these clocks around him and watches and everything. And he's like, I've never been able to fix a single one ever. So they That's- already have him set up as the worst person probably in this universe. But he has really good hearing so he can pinpoint the exact fault in robot girl ryuzu yep and as jeff was saying he just he he opens her he opens her up and it's simply taking a flathead screwdriver and tightening a single screw and she's fixed (laughs) tightening by the way it wasn't like falling out he didn't put a screw in the the screw literally need half a a turn turn and a half yeah Half a turn, and she was suddenly this 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 epic like super robot that is capable of destroying the world if she needs to is suddenly fixed. It's a theme in the show because they even do that in the third episode where or the fourth I don't know something like that. It's you can't spoil the show because it's so predictable. <laughs> it's one of the most predictable shows I've seen in quite some time. Yeah, because everything's set up where it's just yep that's going to happen. Yep, that's going to happen. Yeah. And that's going to happen. Yeah. But the theme is that anytime anyone, because the whole world is built with, with clocks and gears, the earth, I guess, was purged of all of its resources and they had to build this one guy called Y, like the letter Y, um, remade the planet earth as a giant clock, essentially made of just nothing but gears. And the first arc is Kyoto is going to be purged because I guess a bunch of gears are, are faulty and, of course, he has the character has really good hearing, so you're like, okay, he's going to hear where all the faults are, and he's going to fix them. 
And the way they fix all these gears is he just goes, oh, it's up there. And they tighten these screws half a turn and it's good. <laughs> yeah. His hearing is so good that he wears noise canceling headphones and he still hears everything better than everyone else. Right. I mean, uh, he's it, it's not like those headphones are amplifying his hearing like he actually is hearing through them better than everyone else. Yeah. If I was not mistaken. I, I, no, no, you're absolutely right. In I believe it was episode three where he finally meets Blonde Chick. Yeah. Blonde Lolly Girl or whatever. Lolly uh, Sundari, Blonde Doctor yeah. something. She's, yeah, she's everything. <laughs> <laughs> she is all of the things. She goes, those are, and she describes the headphones she's wearing. Like, this is the, uh, the, the best noise-canceling headphones on the planet. You can't hear anything, even a person... Uh, etc etc but he can hear just fine and uh, occasionally they don't do this all the time when he takes them off uh, he'll go into he'll eventually get dizzy and pass out because he's hearing too much <laughs> it it makes sense but wouldn't that just be all the time as soon as he takes them off just yeah he wouldn't be able to differentiate right I don't know. right there's a lot of there's uh, a lot of holes in it it's it's utter nonsense we get to experience a beach episode already going into episode five yeah i haven't watched episode four yet but i did you did tell me about the preview for the beach oh my god i just i'd never watch previews i just happened to not turn it off in time and it it just immediately went on the next episode swimsuits everyone's in swimsuits can't wait to go to the beach and then plot to the side like was last (laughs) well i think from taught from listening to us talk about clockwork planet you can surmise what kind of show this is um it's definitely not the. It's not a serious show. It's not epic writing. A good story. Even really, I don't know that I'd necessarily say it's good characters. Some of these characters are going to make some really good fan art, but um, it's the robot girls probably. <laughs> yeah, and they, I, she they, already actually does have yeah. some really good fan art. I, I did do some searching. Um, yeah. This comes from a manga, I guess, and uh, I hope the manga is better than the show because I I ha- don't have too much good to say about it. Other than this is going to be a really fun one to rip apart at the end of the season. Yeah. It's We've already <laughs> ripped apart the saxophone elevator music all of the time. <laughs> yes. God, the music and the sound effects in the show are awful. I've it's it's among the worst I think I've ever heard, or at least in recent memory. It's yeah. Hor- they they're talking about killing twenty million people, and in the background, you can't help but hear a saxophone going all the time. <laughs> <laughs> They're talking about the world ending, and there's this ridiculous sounding saxophone going on in the background. That sounds like it should be in the back of some type of like, you know, slapstick comedy. Like Kieran Mosaic was mentioned mm-hmm. earlier. Like it sounds like it should be in that show, not a show about the world ending. Uh, I'm sorry to anyone who likes the show. Um, I'm not. But I, I I would actually. <laughs> I, I would challenge you to let me know why you like it because I'm really curious to find good in the show and i i I usually like to find the good in things but the show i'm not finding it other than that it should be fun to to make fun of finger blowjob there's a good in the show (laughs) well finger finger blowjob um uh marriage proposals nice uh out of nowhere for no reason um each episode (laughs) oncoming so hooray uh (laughs) it's got it's got all of the things that i guess you want Mm. uh but apparently the show is, is heavily promoted in japan right now Apparently. Material for potential uh, doujinshi. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. How can a robot do things to you? 
Oh, <laughs> imagination. <laughs> 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 all right guys save save us from this uh all right uh moving on from <laughs> just apparently utter crap garbage uh to a game i'm very fond of uh that's finally getting the full length of its anime grand blue fantasy the animation is a title that was supposed to come out last season and they gave us two episodes oh uh, yeah i'm not sure uh, what they were doing but I, no clue uh, but, but now we're getting the, uh, the full, uh, length of, of the show right now. Uh, episode oh, five cool. just came out. I just watched it. It was excellent. Uh, essentially we're following the exact same story from a mobile game and it's a mobile game. That's a lot like what we're going to get from fate grand order. It's a single player RPG. I think there's like, uh, PVP elements vis-a-vis, you know, Concole, like, you know, someone sets up something and you pvp them i've never really gotten into that in grand blue um we follow the hero or our our main hero our protagonist is a, a boy named gran uh, his dad's an explorer uh sent him a letter that said he'll be at the is it astral islands yes and the astral islands are out of like folk tale and myths no one believes they're actually real but he's bound to determined to find them um and then <laughs> in very very traditional rpg storyline you know fantasy storyline uh a the the empire which is always the evil entity um that one Petra. of their sh- one of their ships comes in and out pops uh, like from the side of it there's an explosion out pops a girl and her her bodyguard uh lyria is the girl her body lord body lord <laughs> bodyguard catalina is uh her, her bodyguard is catalina a uh, lieutenant or former lieutenant in the uh the empire in the empire Mm-hmm. And we find out that uh, Lyria is, how do you say this? She has a special power. Yeah, she's kind of like an experiment, right? Yeah. Kind of like a lab rat, um, but she can communicate with, uh, what are they called? Primal, primal, um, like kind of essentially the gods of this world um, and even summon them. And so they've been trying to, like, the Empire has been trying to harness her abilities, and Catalina helps her escape. Um, and they meet Gran. Gran tries to help them, and now Gran has this power because uh, Lyria saves him from almost death. No, he did die. They, they... Oh, that's right. No, he totally did. Die. Well, and in the game, I'm I'm not used to that. Yeah. In the game, that really didn't happen. Mm, okay. Yeah. It's... So they they are embellishing, but I'm happy they're embellishing because the if if you ever play Grand Blue Fantasy on your phone, it's like the tutorial, like the first two episodes of the tutorial, and it's super quick. Like he goes from <laughs> girl falls out of the sky to okay, fine, I'll follow you wherever the hell you want to go in the game, like that. <laughs> Whereas in the in the show, thankfully, there's a little bit more deciding. You know, he's you know he's been in this place his whole life, but he really wants to go see his dad. Well, and there's a, so, a legitimate reason for him accompanying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. It's like the joke going around with Breath of the Wild right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if that, you guys are familiar with that, just to hang up. But uh, it's it's Link with all the games. Like I did this for my family. I did this for my sister. Uh, I did this for the princess, and then. Breath of the Wild. I just woke up and apparently I have to do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he eventually gets his memories back, but yeah, that's essentially how that is. Um, but in Grand Blue, uh, right now where we're but at, it's not like that. He's huh? What do you mean? But it's not like that. It's not just random. Well, they it, it was it, it was random in the game. 
like now they're explaining in in the game okay, in the mobile okay. game yeah it is, anim- it is really in the anime like in the anime they're actually explaining it yeah yeah it's okay it's a lot better um yeah so That's he's where i was going with that he's gathering his his uh his party together and they're they're starting to uh to get more of like a reason or, or not reason but like they're getting clues on the astral islands and where they need to go and all that stuff. Uh, they recently fought uh, Tiamat, which is one of the the big bosses. So I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm curious how many characters are going to be in. I imagine only the ones that really have a voice line because you it is one of those games where like every day you get like a daily roll or whatever or, and you, you can gather like crystals mm-hmm. or you can buy them for real money and you can gather characters like that. Um so I'm wondering if there are any of like the the characters you get through that are going to be in the game, but I'm pretty sure it's just going to be the ones who are part of the main story, and that's fine. Um, but if you're into fantasy and like RPG stuff, especially like just straight up fantasy, like this is a really good show. Like if you're always complaining about not having like a new record of Lodos War, I mean this is not like record of Lodos War. It's not that, but it's a fantasy. So if you're always complaining about fantasy not being an anime, here you go. Yeah, it's a good one. I think it's amazing. Yeah. The animation's now, outstanding. Would you say it's better or on par with Record of Lodos War? I haven't seen Record of Lodos War in years. I'd say it's... I don't want to say it's worse. <laughs> because I, I feel like I'm viewing Record of Lodos War through, like, you know, the whole rose-tinted nostalgia glasses. Um, okay, let's assume that you rank Record of Lodos War an 8 out of 10, and without your nostalgia, it's like a 6 out of 10. Mm. Is Grand Blue Fantasy... Becoming I'd say, say Grand Blue six. Yeah, it's probably like I I love the animation. I think the the voice acting is really good. The story's pretty. Like I said, it's very standard RPG okay. fantasy so storyline. Fine average. It's uh, average for what it is. That's uh, what it sounds like. Uh, yeah. yeah. If you love the game, you're. It's like it's. I guess I can't really say say too well because if you love the game and I love the game, you're gonna love this even more because you get an expanded storyline on the beginning. But okay. if you don't, it probably average. I like I love the Conkole anime. <laughs> People who've never played the game are like, "This is crap," and I'm like, "Oh, well, that's fair." That's, I mean, <laughs> I haven't played the uh, the Grand it's, Blue game, but I'm I'm really enjoying the show, so I don't know. Okay. Yeah. It, it sounds good for a game, uh, a show based yeah. on a game. I mean, because I think notoriously shows based on games are, are pretty awful. Uh, um, and this sounds Yu-Gi-Oh, like... Yu-Gi-Oh! Beyblade? Yeah, okay, you're just proving his point? Yeah. <laughs> no, the best. Thanks, JD. Thank you. Uh, but the, animation, <laughs> oh, the, the animation is fantastic, I think. I mean, there are certain parts where it's kind of met, but it really gives you the, like, it's this weird combination of old and new style animation that I think is great. Mm. It's just... It's great. It's great to look at every time I see it. And like the the battle with Tiamat kind of blew me away, especially when like oh, cool. Bran okay. gets involved. So I look forward to seeing that. Yep. Yep. Watch it today. I will. I will. I will. Uh, the next and then one, we'll move on. Yeah. Yeah. You go ahead and take this. Uh, one. The next one on our list is Alice and Zoroku, which is one of uh, actually your shows, Carlos. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, um, okay. This one I'm excited to hear about because I was actually considering starting it yesterday. It's, I don't know how to put this. Uh, I have a hard time putting my finger on what genre it is exactly. Uh, I would say it's fantasy. uh, I almost want to say like magical girl in a way. 
Mm. In the Madoka vein. What's this yeah, kind of? Not kind really. Of. So the 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 premise Madoka is Madoka vein in like a dark way. Mm, oh, you'll get yeah, into it. Though. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, like so. There's this girl named Sana, S A N A, uh, who escapes from this facility, and she gets taken in by this gay by this gay by this guy named Zoroko, um, who's just like this old dude who seems to has seems to have ties to the mafia. And like all these other kind of like shady things, but all right, but, no, 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 no. But he <laughs> uh, hates crooked people, and he wants nothing to do with anything bad. And he runs a flower shop. Um, he's totally like he's an awesome guy. <laughs> like, yeah, the flower punisher. I, I wish, yeah, I wish there were more people like him in anime. <laughs> yeah, he's he is probably the like I I love this character. If you if anyone's ever seen Gran Torino, he's that character. He is Clint, he's Clint Eastwood. He's Clint Eastwood. Uh, Dude, could you because he's Clint Eastwood playing him in the dub. That, that'd be amazing. Oh my god. He's um, he's a no nonsense old man who like on the surface is like grumpy and racist? you know surly. Not not really racist. Uh, <laughs> it, it, he's not he's not that far into that. He let, let's let's same just take thing. the premise yeah. of the character, not the exact same person. Um yeah, he's just grumpy and surly on the outside, but like really cares about kids and wants to help people on the inside. So I guess like an old man Sundari. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, he, he's just, he's a, he's a great character. Like it really reminds me of my grandfather uh, for whatever, like, well, for that reason, because, you know, you know, <laughs> Mexican and Italian, I'm, I'm both. And, and, you know, they're always grumpy, but they're willing to make you food. So <laughs> works out. Um and then uh, enjoy your pizza with a side of tacos. <laughs> Works for me. Um, yeah, that sounds yeah. delicious. So, so Sana <laughs> Sana comes comes to be like, or comes to live in his house uh, through a series of like, because she she essentially comes up to him and and tries to bully him, him into giving yeah yeah into giving her stuff, and he's like a no nonsense old man. So he, every time she does something bad, he punishes her. But then he'll be like, look, I don't mind you doing that. Like he'll he'll like incorporate a lesson into why she shouldn't be doing what she's doing yeah. um, mm. because she was raised in like in a facility, like a, a like a lab. She was essentially a lab rat and it was underground. And the only lesson she ever got was how to use her magic um, and that she's a lab rat. I, and I guess we should probably maybe elaborate on what, you know, her ability is. Um, she, um, as well as other children in the show have this ability called, um, what the, uh, the power of Alice or something like that. Yeah. Um, which dreams of Alice dreams of Alice. That's it. Um, and so every child in the show has this ability due to this power. Like one of them can draw something and it'll pop into existence. Um, one of them, like someone's like this chain that she can like throw and stuff like that. Um, but they all only have one ability while Sana has the ability to do anything and everything. She's like mm-hmm. the, uh, epicenter of this power. Um, and so this, there, there seems to be two, uh, different, uh, factions in this show. There's the, the facility that she came from is run by the government and thinks that, uh, people with these power, are unable to live in society. So they keep them locked up and just test on them and stuff like that. And then there's another 
faction that wants to kind of see if they can integrate them into society. So it's kind of like this tug. Oh, of they war. already tried that in Elf and Light. Come on, we know how that goes. <laughs> and they're they're two rival parts of the government. It's just the one that controls the facility is stronger than the other one. Um, and then the the recently we actually found out it's not just kids. There there adults. are adults yeah. who can use this power. And it was interesting because what they used was a Japanese uh, female who uh, she's an adult who had a uh, apparently she was in the U.S. She military. She was in the U.S. military where she met her and husband. Her, yeah, her husband and they. Uh, she was I want to say intelligence or something, and he was infantry. And she's got like they bring PTSD into it. I'm like that's odd. Um, <laughs> And he dies, uh, her husband dies, and and her whole PTSD plus, you know, shock of death gave her the ability to use the dreams of Alice. Um, I thought she was an interesting character. She's I don't an think asshole, I. Though. She is, but I think she was interesting in that, like the 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 way they used her mental state to, to justify her being an asshole. Yeah. 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 And, um, and the, the way the facility uses uh, that to take advantage of her. I also think she's interesting because I think this might be the very... Well, okay, aside from like psychological and horror type stuff, this might be the very first use of PTSD hmm. I've ever seen in an anime. Like PTSD as yeah. we know it now. Like yeah. Titans killing people, of course that would give people fucking PTSD. Are you kidding me? But, <laughs> you're right. but I, I mean... What you're talking about. They take it, it real They take it real well. In the, in the, in the real world <laughs> where we are actually <laughs> fighting overseas... Um, I thought that was kind of interesting. I, I'm not sure how to take it. I kind of hope, I kind of hope it doesn't get out of hand because yeah. there's a lot of people who are struggling with that. So I'm kind of hoping the character so, doesn't doesn't get offensive. So from listening to you, I'm <laughs> curious. Um, what kind of show? If someone, what kind of shows would you relate this to? Like, if someone enjoyed what show, would you recommend this? So I'm kind of having a hard time. A, we are catching too. the tone of it. <laughs> um, Sweetness and lightning? No, 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 no. Much darker than that. Like yeah. darker than sweetness. People and get lightning. shot uh, in the show, so yeah. Um, um, so what? That's dark. And well, then there are there are moments like there are lighter moments. Like there's an episode where Sana and uh, Zoroku's Sanai. Uh, granddaughter, Sanai, yeah, uh, they essentially go around the world because Sana wants to show her her powers. And so she's teleporting them to these, to all these different places on earth. Like they go to Ant like is Antarctica. It Antarctica that yeah, has that penguins. Funny. Yeah. 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 They kept getting colder um, and colder. So weird. there's these really, really dark moments that are offset by these really, really light moments, but it doesn't conflict too much because there's a point hmm. to it. Yeah. So there's, there's balance, it, there's balance. And I don't know. It's, like it's just a really enjoyable show to watch. Um, if there's one gripe, episode one, episode one's car chase was horrific looking. That, yes, <laughs> that was really like really bad. It was it was the worst CG, and there was one part for for those of you who haven't seen it. There's one part in the first episode where uh, Zoroku stops the car, and you see the car stop. And then it cuts to the inside of the car, and uh, Sana she, says, "Why'd you stop?" But you see landscape moving in the windows, so it oh clearly God. hasn't stopped. <laughs> oh no! It's like a huge oversight by the by the, uh, the production oops. committee yeah. by the director. So, so I mean, I, I really enjoy father da- daughter stories. Yeah. Um, you know, Usagi Drop, Sweetness uh, and Lightning, Sweetness and Lightning. Um, those are. 
those are really touching stories. Do you feel like someone who likes shows like that would get a lot out of this show, even though there's those darker yeah. moments? Yeah, absolutely. Especially See, after this last episode. From what you were saying. Yeah. Okay. Because I mean, well, it's just there's more, I guess, at stake for the father in this one than there is in like Usagi Drop. Yeah, kind of. But I mean, Sweetness and Lightning. There's the only stakes are that you know he's got to raise um, his daughter, his daughter on his own. Whereas Zoruku is just taking uh, taking in a, a girl uh, kind of like out of the kindness of his heart, and he sees what she can do, and he wants to teach her how to function in society. Yeah. Um, and he especially sees since how he, he's other got people treat her. Yeah, exactly. And he, he doesn't like the fact like he, he he says it almost once an episode. I hate crooked stuff. Yes. Um it's like his tagline, but he he doesn't like the fact that they're essentially like two sides are trying to use her. He thinks she should just be a kid. Yeah. Because that's what she is. So So yeah, it sounds like um it sounds like that that should be a pretty touching story. Hopefully nothing heartbreaking happens i don't know if it's setting up for something like that but it gets close <laughs> yeah it, close. um you know the uh i feel like there's a good segue into this next show that's uh, jd has to let us know is is a little bit the opposite <laughs> in regards to family <sighs> familial bonds oh boy yeah uh boruto naruto <laughs> the next generations um jesus where do i even begin uh, so right off the bat, it's, I, if you're a fan of Naruto, you won't like Boruto, but if you didn't like Naruto, you will like, you'll probably find the good in Boruto. Does that make sense? I guess. I don't know why. Opposites, watch- <laughs> it's kind of that opposites attract kind of situation mm, if where you- Naruto fans don't want more Naruto, but you're not getting that in Boruto. Right. And then the people who didn't like, anyways. Um, if it, it centers around the character named Baruto, who is Naruto's son, uh, with Hinata and pretty much every character in the story is some type of offspring of the shipping that went on at, in Naruto Shippuden. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and they make it blatantly obvious because all of like the parents traits are in the kids, but most of the characters have the personality of the father, which I found kind of odd. So, As I was hmm. so it's like uh, Fire Emblem Birthright and Conquest rather than uh, Awakening. Yeah. Yeah. You could, yeah. That's a good, that's a, actually a good comparison. Um, there's the first scene opens up with Boruto when he appears to be in his late teens and he's in this, you know, the whole village is destroyed again and uh, you have an enemy there. And they're like, we used to be friends. You know, I'm going to defeat you. It, it looks all awesome. And then it cuts to Boruto as a little kid. Basically how Naruto started. Same age. He's about to go to go to the, the, the ninja school. And you get to... You slowly meet a couple other characters. The difference is now the Leaf Village that they reside in isn't so much ninja-oriented anymore. It's kind of futuristic... Uh, where there's trains, there's computers now. So they you know, pulled they, a, they, did a, they did they pulled an avatar, the last Airbender, with with the the Legend of Korra. When like it's like, oh, the Fire Nation's gone, so now technology is like, holy crap! And you're like, what? Really? Yeah, and it all happened in like seven years. So <laughs> it's it's it, you know it went straight up Gurren Lagann, except without an explanation of why or how. It's just all of a sudden we have all this technology. 
Uh, so like, okay, we'll go with it, I guess. Whatever. Um, the problem is that they ne- they in in the beginning episodes here they haven't gone back to any sort of conflict. The biggest conflict in the show is the characters have to go to school. <laughs> <laughs> well, so it's not exciting by any means. They have a couple fights, but not really. They're uh, of course it looks better than a show from fifteen years ago. If you if you want to compare it like that, but I don't think that's fair. It's not interesting. Uh, everyone seems to hate their parents. They they bring it up all all the time in every in every episode. It's it's like, oh, aren't you guys friends? No, only our parents are friends. We don't get along with him. Um, N- Boruto has a big father complex issue. He hate even in the opening intro music sequence. It shows. Naruto coming home and he wants to give his son a high five and the son just walks by him. <laughs> just ices him. Hmm. <laughs> it's the the line such as you keep riding your father's coattails, just they 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 said it in one episode, I think, fifteen times. It was irritating. Hmm. It's I'm really hoping a conflict starts soon, because as of now, it's not it's not good. It is not a good... I'm a sucker for three things, and that's sports anime, mech, and shonen. And right now, this isn't giving me any sort of... any sort of shonen action that I that I, that I I want, that I, I fall for easily. It could be a simple just, I'm gonna fight you to be better ranked in the class, and they just don't really do that. To be fair, though, yeah. I mean, I was, I was big on Naruto, uh, I want to say... I got into it in 2007 or 8. Um, and I, I binged a lot of it, but I, the, what really got me, was it season three where they had the, was it the, the tuning exam, uh, mm. with like right. a conflict of a goal. Yeah. So there, it, was, yeah. there was something to shoot for. Like Naruto, Naruto started season one was he was alone, no friends. Everyone hated him. He wanted, his yeah. goal was to be the best. Well, that's what I'm saying, his, though, is that I didn't care, like, about that kind of stuff until, like, maybe there's going to be, and hopefully this is true, especially for Naruto fans, that there's going to be that that tuning exam moment. Like, I know a lot of people like the first and second season, but the a lot of people I know agree that the third season was where they're like, bam, this is the show I'm watching, yeah. because holy shit, that yeah. was a great fight. Right, but even even before that, there was training sequences. They, yeah, see, they, I didn't there, yeah. Was, there, was, there was reasons why they were they were there. Right now, yeah, Naruto I mean, even the did characters... Start off on a- on a good foot, I think. Like him, Sakura, and Sasuke got together. They went out into the woods. Like they were in danger pretty quickly. Right. Um, there, there, there was something there in Boruto. The again, the 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 most difficult thing that we've experienced. First of all, Boruto is the best without even trying. <laughs> oh, so he's your atypical shonen character, but without a conflict. His biggest conflict is his dad's not home because he works. Well, big deal. <laughs> His dad's at the office. Mm-hmm. His dad's at the office. He's Hokage. Like, oh, okay. What, so, what, what do you want? So he's got the <laughs> he's got the Shinji problem. It's just a little less because he actually sees his dad. Occasionally. Like my, my 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 favorite part to hate in the show is uh, Naruto just pulls an all nighter at the office, like like fixing all the all the uh, buildings that were destroyed because of Baruto, because uh, he like derails a train in the second episode. What the so Jesus. he has to pull like an all nighter sol- solving all that, uh, uh, signing paperwork of of all this thing, all these things going around in town. He comes home, 
Uh, Hinata's like, oh, I made you dinner. He's like, no, I just pulled an all-nighter in the office. And Hinata is, of course, the saint. She's like, oh, it's okay. Um, I'll just I'll just bring you, like, some warm tea or something, and you can go to bed. And Naruto's like, oh, my God, yes. And he just, like, goes upstairs. He looks like he's going to pass out on the stairs. You got Boruto in the kitchen just like, he's not going to eat mom's dinner He she cooked for him. Oh, my God, the biggest mother ever I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it, it's It's really bad parental complex issues. From like start to finish, <laughs> it is. They have to, they have to show a conflict soon, or something that that Boruto wants to do because he doesn't want to go to school. He his whole his whole goal is to not be like Dad, which I don't know why you wouldn't want to be because he's the strongest and best. You know, uh, it's like no one's explained to him the hardships his dad had to go through, which is really odd. <laughs> you should just watch uh, just watch Naruto. It's, and they'll know. It's yeah, it, it I mean, there's so much better shonens out there with actually something interesting happening in the first three, four episodes that I can't recommend Baruto right now, but I'm stuck with it for at least twenty five. <laughs> so I mean, just real quick, for huge fans of Ship It in Naruto, do you think that they're gonna get a lot out of this show? No. No. Okay. No. That's too bad. It is That's probably it is too bad. the, the that's probably who they were going for, it's, it, you know, to start. So it's the definition of a cash cow. It's a cash grab. It is. That's it is shame. full on the definition of that. Um, there, they've there. There's no. There's there's no trying of introducing new characters. When they have, they they just like look like straight up generic palettes of of a character from any anime you can think of. Yeah, you. It's it's very trope ridden as well. It's it's not. That's a shame. I can't I can't recommend it for shonen fans. Yeah, let's give it a couple seasons. Hopefully, it picks up. That's too bad. <laughs> give it to the third season. Yeah, I'm only in it for 25. If it ke- keeps this up, unfortunately. <laughs> well, well, so uh, uh, yeah. next one. Next up on the list. Move on. Is uh, Soccer Request, which uh, was my number one pick for this season, and is getting 25 episodes. So it's going to be a, a two season show, which is awesome. Um, it's done by PA Works. And it, I guess I heard it's part of like, uh, Pia works has this thing called like the, uh, like the working trilogy, I guess you could call it, or I forget what it's called exactly, uh, with Hanasaka Iroha and then, um, Shirobako being the second one. This is the third and final of their kind of like, like girls in the workplace, I think is what the, the, the term is. Interesting. Um, oh, they're not doing any I more? never realized that the two. I'm not sure. Yeah. I um, hope they do more. Yeah. Because I mean, so far, Soccer Quest has been fantastic. Yeah, um, I'm a huge fan. That makes me want to watch that show right away because Hanasaku Roha and Shirabako are just phenomenal yeah. shows. Mm-hmm. So I didn't realize that they were connected. Yeah, I don't know if I, I'm sure they could be same world kind of stuff, but that'd be really cool if like the uh, the anime from Shirabako is playing on the uh, the TV in Soccer Quest or something. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, this is about uh, the story. Of a girl named uh, Yoshino who gets hired to be the queen um, of this town in the sticks, whose name I can't remember now. Um, and uh, she is tasked with making it popular again, driving tourism, um, and with the help of these four other girls who live in this town, they uh, just go about learning about the uh, the town and trying to get people to come to it. So 
it's been kind of I don't want to say slow, but because it is a 25 episode show, it's been just kind of uh, building. I mean, that's that's kind of how uh, Shirobako was as well. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of building. I mean, there were I will admit, like there were the the moments in Shirobako were um, much more intense, yeah. especially because of the anime, like the the deadlines and stuff like that. But I think we're kind of coming on that now with uh, like they just formed their team. Uh, it was uh, Yoshino got all the girls in town together essentially and, and formed a like a planning committee for the revitalization or yes, whatever revitalization. Of, of their city. Um, they recently did the the episode where they're trying to promote the wood carving uh, or is it Ranma, mm-hmm. which made me laugh because Ranma is a character yes. I love. Uh, but, um, so yeah, they're trying to promote wood carving and they're, they're coming into, to conflict with a group of, uh, of villagers that, that think it's disgraceful to, to like set, like essentially they feel like they're selling themselves, Mm -hmm. uh, for, uh, for the town and they don't like it. And so they're fighting tooth and nail. So I'm kind of, I'm curious how that's going to play out and how that's going to pay off. Cause I mean, eventually it's going to have to. Yeah, for sure. It's, um, it's been like, so far the story is like, you know, this outsider has come in, uh, at the, you know, request of this old guy who wants to change the town. But the majority of the town is like, nah, we're good. Thanks though. Yeah. And they <laughs> all, they all, they're, well, it's mostly old people in this town mm-hmm. and they all had their own idea of what, uh, the, like, cause I, I guess in Japan there's, and I've seen this too. There's a lot of like small towns that have their own mascots, like in hopes of, of bringing people in to, for merchandise and all that stuff. And like, oh, and we also, by the way, we also make the best, I don't know, the ramen noodles we've over here. We make the best sushi, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. But they have mascots to go along with it. Um, and this town's mascot is a freaking chupacabra. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who so, thought that was a good oh. idea. That is amazing. It's and awful. so, but, but every, almost every uh, old person they go to, they'll say something like, I told that old fool it should have been uh, this instead of a chupacabra. I told him it should have been this instead of a chupacabra. <laughs> so there was clearly a fight. I'm kind of curious to see if they ever come, come back and talk about like, because this was like in the, probably in like the 70s or early 80s, uh, maybe even the 60s that they were, they were originally doing this thing to, to, garner interest in their town uh i i wonder if they're gonna show us the past and you know what happened because a a lot of the old people don't really care for each other for whatever reason um and then uh the so and that's that's kind of uh what's causing a lot of the pushback with the girls and and their efforts uh and and it's you you can tell that like Yoshino wants to do a good job and wants to be successful in this, you know, revitalization effort. But everything she does just shows the fact that she knows nothing about this town. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like she's going to have to learn, you know, more about the people, more about, you know, what makes this area of Japan special. There's also the curious aspect of. She's been there before, apparently. Yes. Like there's a there's a picture of her sitting on the chair with the crown when she was a little kid, but she has no memory of it. It's no, and even she, like she in the first episode. Memory. Yeah. Yeah, she, but but she 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 didn't know it was there. Exactly. Yeah. That that happened. Uh 
And a lot of the townspeople don't seem to remember her either, except for like the bus driver who was the guy who crowned her. Yeah. So I'm curious if they're going to explain that too, because I'm like, why doesn't any, like, okay, granted, she's an adult. And, you know, sometimes when we grow up, we don't look like we did as kids many times. But is it that much? Did she change so much that you just completely don't recognize her? Did her name change? Did you not know her name when she was a kid? Like it's, there's a lot of question marks that I hope get filled, but I mean, thus far, it's like like you said, it's another working girl anime mm-hmm. uh, vis-a-vis uh, Shirobako or, or Hanasaka Yoroha, so I'm enjoying it. I just hope that our questions get answered Yeah, in a timely fashion, please. Yep. yep. Um, it's good. It's fun. Looks great. Uh, I hate the subtitles for the show because Crunchyroll oh, yeah, decides yeah, yeah. to... Uh, make nicknames for the characters when it's wholly unnecessary and it aggravates me to no end. Uh, calling <laughs> calling Yoshino Yoshi uh, <laughs> pisses me off. But it, When the character very clearly says Yoshino. Yeah. When, <laughs> hey, Yoshino-chan. It's like, oh, don't worry about it, Yoshi. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Uh, that's unusual, too. I mean, nowadays you don't see that too much, so it's huh. kind of odd. I wonder who's working on the translation for that I show. Know. I hate it, though. But, uh, Please I, stop doing that. Yes. <laughs> did you did you see the most recent episode with uh, Sanai explaining, like, well, with the, the, the whole Ranma carvings thing? Mm-hmm. And Sanai explaining why she came to, to the... the the country i i feel yeah. like that's that could be the case for a lot of japanese people like it's she felt like anybody could have done my job and yeah. yeah i'm sick of the grind and all that stuff so i feel like in that sense that this actually might i mean and i'm not japanese i would know but like i feel like that could speak to some people who live in the city who do like you know people work themselves to exhaustion to you know be having to be hospitalized in japan so hopefully that speaks to some people maybe maybe get out in the country go uh yeah. Go work out there for a little bit. Don't don't kill yourself for yeah. your job. It's not worth it. Yeah. Well, sounds good. I'm I'm definitely gonna add that to my queue. It sounds like a show that I'll probably enjoy. But um Yeah. Uh on to the next. This is a, a JD show. Next one is mine. Oh, you guys were you guys were kind of irritated when I picked this one. <laughs> irritated? Berserk more Berserk Season 3, otherwise known as Berserk 2017. Yeah. And Jeff, if I remember correctly, you dropped the show when it was uh, when it came out again. Yeah, 2016. well, I, I watched a few episodes in and I didn't necessarily drop it because it was always a show I wanted to go back to because it was intriguing enough that I knew I was going to want to eventually watch it. Um, and it sat in my queue for a long time, I guess a year, right? The, yeah. The, it came back last year. Um, I actually ended up binging my way almost to current on this show yesterday and I'm happy I did. I, I actually, I'm hooked. I, I've, I've definitely, I like where it's gone. It's, it's really, it's got a lot of good things going. So basically season three here, ha- uh, kicks off right where season two left off. Um, right after the crazy castle destruction, everyone dies sequence, uh, <laughs> yeah. where, now Guts and Casca are, are together again. And Casca's still broken yep. due to events at the end of season one in 1997, 98. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's been a while. That came out. It's been a while. 
the the I must say the action as a lot of people have an issue with the art style and the and the uh, the CG animation the action scenes are really good. I think there's been a clear impu- appro- improvement with this yes in a year. I, I think they've gotten some budget uh, or they just are putting more into it because I think it looks really good when it came back this year. Yeah, even even a lot of the there's a lot of moments in the in in the 2016 in season two where the 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 camera would pan and it would stagger. Yep. It would be like a jig jag motion. It wouldn't it wouldn't be smooth. Um, it would have to they'd have to purposely speed it up so it could it could be a smooth transition. Uh, in this in in season three here, I've only seen one instance, and that was just in the last episode where there, where uh, Guts is now putting together his own group to battle against Griffith, who has his own group he's putting together. And I've read none of the manga. I'm just I'm just I'm hooked on the anime. Uh, yeah, the 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 CG art and the the hash marking art style uh, is kind of odd at first, but as I experienced. Uh, <laughs> in the Seattle airport and the Vancouver airport, there's a lot of Berserk fans out there. And just from my own group of friends, they don't mind the art style at all. Yeah. So for the casual viewer, this isn't, this isn't bad. No. Um, and it's one of those art styles that you, it might be jarring for the first couple episodes, but once you're into the story, you don't really, it doesn't bother you anymore. That's how yeah. I feel with it anyway. No, that's exactly because even when I first started, I was like, "Whoa, this is odd." But I'll, 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 it's berserk. I'll give it a, I'll give it a, a go anyways. And it's still, it's still gruesome. It's still bloody. the The story is very intriguing. And season three is with Griffith putting together his group, like I said. Guts has now got his band together, whether he wants mm-hmm. it or not. <laughs> right. And they've hinted a lot of mysteries. They've hinted this Skull Knight. That's that's going around being in the right place at the right time. He yeah, has something Skull to Knight, do. I, I asked you yesterday about the Skull Knight because I thought because I, I tend to forget things about anime when I don't watch them for a little while, especially for I, something you know, like twenty years ago. Right, um, and I asked you, I'm like, who the hell is this guy? I forgot what happened between him and Guts because there's clearly some that you know they're they're bros. Apparently, something big happened between them, but that apparently wasn't portrayed in the anime, the original anime. Not in the one in the 90s. In season two, the Skull Knight uh, saved one of the prostitute girls right. from impending death in this dimension of whatever, of this one guy. Yeah, she fell you in know. like the moat that was full of dead bodies or something. For right. the most part, but uh, he's, he's some character that's in the right place at the right time and saves people of importance for fate and battling the world from ending. That is what I'm gathering from it. And mm-hmm. he saved Casca and Guts from the um, the eclipse. The eclipse, right. Yeah, that's how Which they got out. Which wasn't portrayed in the end. I mean, you, at the end of the anime in the 90s, you you just see it ends with, with them basically in what looks like a certain death situation. So um, you were just kind of led to, if you didn't, was there material though that showed how they got out with the Skull Knight before the new anime in they 2016? Sh- they showed it briefly in 2016. Okay, like him showing up and and um, the big thing now is Guts and Casca have a brand. Guts on his neck, Casca above her her uh, her breast, and this brand is 
it does two things. It symbolizes that you were you were uh, supposed to be sacrificed to the angel or demon or something. Um, I'll have to rewatch it to to get the exact reasoning again. But you were supposed to be sacrificed for this event. And now the second thing is it it attracts demons and and evil to you at night. You're okay during the day. It's very interesting how that's playing a role. It's Guts's whole mission is basically revenge on Griffith, and mm-hmm. his whole mission is to still beat these apostles. It's still going forward. It's it's good. I'm liking it. Yeah. I mean, I gave I gave season two a two a, a two and a half out of five, personally, just because you know the the animation was was still pretty rough. The art style is pretty rough, uh, but this this new one, it's it's clearly much better than than last year. Yeah, I actually, you know, just you're right. the The, the story's intriguing as well, and and I actually would maybe even give season two a three now that I've actually watched all of it. Um, and that's not too far season, off what what I gave it. Yeah, right. And um, season three seems like it's gotten better. I, I really am very interested in what's going to happen to some of these characters, uh, like. Farnese, the the blonde girl. I feel like she's a really conflicted character, and I've enjoyed watching her. Grow. Oh, it's 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 really um, it's really good how she she started out as. Uh, we even got a little bit of her backstory here in season three yep. uh, on how she came to be. So she has reasons for the way she acted. It's it's really good. Yeah. What, what did it for me? And I'll ask you the same question, or this question is: What did it for me uh, for this season? was there's a fight between Zod and Guts. Where that's when Guts sees Griffith for the first time since the Episode Eclipse. Episode 1, right. And Zod and Guts break out in a fight. And normally during crazy animated sequences like this, it'll cut to someone watching the fight. And they'll they'll go into this dialogue sequence of them explaining what's happening. While mm-hmm. this fight, it did it for one second. Yeah, or two max, or it cut to a guy watching just to get like a uh, a third party's perspective on this fight. Like, holy crap, this is happening! And then it cut right back to guts and Zod swinging the swords, sparks flying off, fully animated. You're like, wow, okay, now they've picked it up in this season. Yeah, no, it looked good. It did. That fight what? looked really good. And um, so what did it yeah, for I, you? I think that just it looks cleaner. I think I think um, one of the things I actually said about in the first impressions last time uh, back last year actually when I picked Berserk and I was really excited about it. Um, one of the things that really broke that show for me was how bad the the soundtrack was. Like I felt like the music, like we were talking about Clockwork Planet and how bad that background music was and how it didn't really seem to fit with the scene it was in. Um, I felt a lot like that was happening in Berserk as well, and um, I think they've improved that as well. There was a really good scene between guts and casca and um i forget what the fairy's name is uh where they were kind of they were getting along and they were kind of relaxing and then the music was really nice and soft and and it was like that that moment before you know because like you said during the day they actually have a, a second to breathe before they have to deal with the terrors of the night again and um finally it, it really felt like they they started doing some good background music, which really fit the tone and the show just feels better. And, um, I think it got better throughout season two as well. So, um, yeah, even as season two went on, you can, you can tell a progression of, of the studio actually 
getting a handle on what they were trying to do. And the, right. the, I believe the the director actually came out and said he wanted to do a different art style to do the manga justice for how much detail the manga is. And I guess this is the art style he decided on. I could be mistaken, but I believe this is what I read. Uh, mm-hmm. It's 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 a way to get so much detail in in the setting to do it justice. Yeah, I actually feel like. Uh... Griffith, I, I finally see now. Like Griffith looks good in, oh, in this second, season as second well. Second cutest character for sure. I mean, <laughs> he. I was like really wondering, like, why is everyone so obsessed with this guy? Um, back when I watched it in the '90s, but like, I'm, I'm kind of seeing it now. So, oh, he is <laughs> he is cute and gorgeous. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, bring bring um, it on. Come at me, Logan. <laughs> I'm good. So that guys can be cute no too. Idea. No idea what that char- what that character looks like. You don't. Have you never seen Berserk, uh, Carlos? Does it sound like I've seen Berserk? <laughs> That's why I'm kind of perplexed and shocked. <laughs> no, I've never seen Berserk. Wow. Um, when, when was it on? Oh, you said 98, but like, where was it on? It was on, it was on, uh, I believe it, it wasn't on Toonami, so it had to be on Adult Swim. Yeah, I think it was uh, on Adult Swim. It had one, one of the point. worst openings I've ever heard, ever. Yeah. No, the show is terrible. The, the first in the 90s show, I went back and watched it. <laughs> I mean, that show was bad until like the last five episodes, the 90s version, um, in my opinion. I, that was a hate watch for me, actually, when really? I watched it back then. Yeah, I, well, I was not into it. I, I quite enjoyed um, it. But then again, I was I was like 10, 11, 12 watching gore and everything. So I was like, oh, blood, yeah. cool. <laughs> it, it was probably fine then. But to watch it now, I mean... It's pretty pretty rough. At least getting, it was for me. I remember getting VHS tapes of the show as a kid from like Blockbuster yeah. and whatnot. So <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't remember ever seeing it or even hearing about it until it was coming out again and everyone was freaking out. I'm like, what the fuck's berserk, hmm. dude? I'm telling you, um, just in in the airport, people going people went nuts over just a bag. <laughs> yeah. No, it surprises me, Carlos, because that, yeah, that was a very popular show yeah. back in the 90s. What I remember from the 90s was Ronmo One Half, Sailor Moon, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball, Tenchi Muyo, uh, Outlaw Star. What was that? Inuyasha. Early 2000s. Inuyasha. Yeah, Inuyasha. Yeah, stuff like yeah. that. Inuyasha was I remember, I, think I remember Berserk. Adult Swim being a thing, but I don't remember everything. I remember watching it when they had Candidate for Goddess on it. Berserk and Outlaw um, Star were actually, I think, back to back at one one time. Outlaw Star was on, or Outlaw Star was on, um, was on Toonami. Wasn't it also on Adult Swim? That's speci- well, okay, we're getting sidetracked. Yeah. <laughs> well, the I point, think Berserk po- honestly is probably more popular from the manga. Yeah, uh, it's it's still going, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, there's um, like 40 volumes now. It, it's a very it's nuts long standing manga, and it it's very loved by the people who read it. Uh, I've got a buddy who's obsessed with the Berserk manga. He he's been buying every issue as it's released over here for as long as I've known him and I've known him since high school. So, um, it's, uh, yeah. So a so hundred years, a <laughs> hundred years basically. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I, no, that's I'm, Berserk. I'm, I'm, pumped, I, I'm, I'm a believer. More. I've been converted. Um, I, I feel bad now speaking ill of it before I really gave it too much of a chance back in the day. I mean, the four, first four episodes of season two didn't do it for me, but, um, I'm definitely in now, and uh, that's Hooray. it for me. You have joined, you've joined me, Jeff, and I will convince <laughs> you to join me on another show later in this podcast. Okay. I can't wait to hear about <laughs> it. 
<laughs> All right. And I will, well, I will get Logan too. I'll get him. I'll get him. Going from uh from one type of graphic show to a second type of graphic show. Seven Mortal Sins was my third, fourth pick in the draft. Uh this show was uh I was expecting Etchy. I got above and beyond what I was expecting. Uh, there is definitely a censored and uncensored version. The uncensored version, you have to do a little digging to find, but it shouldn't be too hard if you're an experienced anime fan. Uh, the story of this one is uh, Lucifer, uh, you know, the angel, has been cast out of heaven uh, for being prideful. And she descends to earth and runs into a church. Uh, so not exactly the biblical timeline that we're used to. And in the church, she gives a little bit of her blood to a uh, girl who's kind to her named Maria. Uh, from there, she descends to hell, the lowest level of hell, uh, where she's uh, met by Leviathan, uh, who is, has aspirations on becoming the one of the seven deadly sins or seven mortal sins, as they're calling it in this one, because, I don't know, copyright or whatever. Um, but yeah, so uh, Leviathan wants to be Envy. Uh, Lucifer is very clearly going to be Pride. Uh, but she has a run-in with the other, uh, the remaining five mortal sins, and they don't want her there because she was a former angel. So they have this big battle. Lucifer essentially whoops uh, Wrath's ass. Uh, who's Wrath? Wrath is crap. It's a, I want to say Satan. There you go. That's the name they gave her, which is kind of yeah. redundant, <laughs> Lucifer Satan. But um she whoops Wrath's ass, and then she whoops uh, Asmodeus, which is Vanity's ass. And then Vanity gets some kind of crazy, <laughs> some kind of crazy lewd ass armor, uh, and uh, sends Lucifer back up to Earth. Lucifer meets up once again with Maria, and <laughs> very cruelly steals her heart, like takes her heart out of her body, but keeps her alive. Uh, so she can use her because she's still got her angel blood in her. And with Maria kind of like as a radar, she's looking throughout the United States or not, no, I'm sorry. I say throughout the United States. The first place she goes is to the United States. Uh, she's looking throughout the world for the other mortal sins so she can whip their ass again and prove that she's the best and baddest in hell. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's very, very edgy. Every, every episode there is essentially a softcore sex scene between women which is phenomenal no <laughs> because i'm a giant there. pervert yeah no it's it's great it's fantastic uh, there's uh again there's a censored version if you're not into that there's or yeah if you're into if you're not into the uncensored version i should say there's a censored version on crunchyroll but man the censoring is just garbage <laughs> i'm talking like uh in the very first episode uh leviathan uh finds lucifer she's uh, she's upside down tied to a cross and she strips her and you know so there's naked breasts and there's these stupid circular um pentagrams that just keep like they're, they're well of course pentagrams are circular but they keep circling around her nipples which is just stupid looking and like you know what's happening and then it happens around her crotch and then of course there's the mysterious light um that blocks nudity um I wouldn't recommend it. I mean, if you're coming into the show, you know what you're coming into the show for. I so, came back into this conversation at the right time. You sure did. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm not expecting too much, but I actually, I will say 
even without the etchy bits, I'm enjoying the, the combat in the show. Like, Lucifer whoops Rath's ass. I was like, fuck. Um, aside from that, Leviathan's pretty great. Uh, she very she lives up to her her like all the 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 mortal sins are. I guess sometimes it's a little too much. Like how much they are into their own sin. Like we like I I uh, episode three came out and just before this episode I got like halfway through before you guys said all right let's podcast. Um, and we got to see lust and of course she's on a beach in Miami. Hey, she's near you, Jeff. Um, almost <laughs> naked. <laughs> And surrounded by dudes taking pictures of her. So it's really, really, really on the nose with what sin they are. That's a perfect but, place for, for, for that sin, actually. That city is like, yeah. The worst. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, basically the worst, <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, if, if you're if you're looking for, for an etchy show, this is your one of the season. I mean, what was last season? We didn't really have one, did we? No, I can't think yeah, of I one. Yeah, can't either. Kjo? Yeah, that- it, this one's... Uh, yeah, Kjo. No, Kjo wasn't last season. It wasn't last season. Um, but this one, unlike other etchies, is, isn't a comedy. Like, get ready for some kind of weird shit. I mean, I'm not talking, like, sexually weird shit. I'm like, like when they when Lucifer takes Maria's heart out, it's kind of uncomfortable to watch. <laughs> so... It's kind of brutal in some senses, and then etchy in others. It's always it's, brutal it's when you steal weird... the heart of a woman. Well, it's real true. Yeah. 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 More so in this case that you see the heart come out, but yeah. Just, I'll <laughs> just brush my shoulder off and, and call it a day <laughs> after that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. If you're a fan of etchy, if you're a fan of that kind of stuff, you you know, you know you're already there. I don't know why I have to tell you this. <laughs> uh, high school DXD, that stuff, it's exactly like that, just not funny. <laughs> In most cases. So, yeah. Seven Mortal Sins. Not a whole lot more I could say about that show. We're going from a show about women go to a show about guys. <laughs> and guys riding just just the best bikes ever. It's it's just a Yo Mushy Pedal update. It's um uh, three episodes more and the Inter High is about to start. So they're doing another tournament. Doing, the, doing it again. So if you liked the first Yo Mushy Pedal and you were kind of a little bit irritated how long it took just to get to the main race. Uh, this one, this this season's going right into it. It looks like it's going to be just about 12 episodes of the Inter High. Um, and it's they got the team together. Uh, the team's going through some psychological uh, effects right now, being that now they're the seniors, they're the experienced riders, they have to look out. Uh, even... even out of outside the main three guys, the two senior guys have never been in the inter high before, and they they have pressure, so they're all going through uh, their own issues as the race is about to start. So I'm I'm excited. It's it's sports anime. It's it's doing everything right. Thumbs up. <laughs> awesome. That has been your <laughs> Yo Mushi Pedal minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Carlos. The next one is uh, a show that. None of us drafted um, a show that honestly I didn't think I would like at all. Yeah, super I thought it was popular according to Crunchyroll too. It's, it's, it's incredible. Really well, um, it's also getting dubbed by Funimation. So yeah, oh, perfect. I would love to hear that dub. It's uh, the Akashic Records of the Bastard Magic Instructor, 
or magical instructor. Um, and like on the surface, it looks like any other magical high school anime, you know, think, uh, uh, sky wizard Academy. Academy. Yeah. That's, an, uh, you, know, you name it, you've seen it, but you haven't because this one's actually funny. Yeah. You, you haven't watch. Um, Mm-hmm. The main character is Glenn Raiders, Radars, <laughs> just the yeah. most bizarre name. Terrible name. <laughs> and uh, Glenn Radars. He is a, I don't know, like a poor, like financially poor person. He's a, he's who, well, with a name like he, Glenn, they can be anything. Yeah, it's true. They have to be poor. Yeah, they have to be poor. Come on. He's, he's. He's a he's like a subpar um, subpar magician. What do you call it? He's he's a subpar teacher, subpar magician. Just not like a he's super lazy. He's just like what a worst. Glenn. kind he's of a the, terrible he's person. A typical yeah. Glenn. Um, yeah, typical Glenn. Uh, and he gets <laughs> like semi blackmailed into becoming a uh, a substitute teacher at this uh, magical academy. Very prestigious magical yeah, academy, and like everyone, like the most prestigious magic, magical yeah, everyone's academy. Everyone's baffled as to why he's even here doing this. Um, but uh, what's her name? Celica, Cecilia. Yeah, yeah. Um, his uh, essentially his mentor. Yeah, Celica. Uh, Celia. Celica. Yes, or is it? Yeah, Celica. Yeah, Celica. Yeah. Um, she was like, yeah, this like super strong mage, um, blonde, very hot. Thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Thumbs up. Um, <laughs> you know, advocates for him to become this substitute teacher, and uh, he does it because he needs money and stuff like that. And but it becomes <laughs> you know apparent very quickly that he has no place in this academy because he comes into the classroom and immediately writes on the board self study and then just props his feet up <laughs> on the desk and like the whole class oh. is like what. Oh yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. Th- these are the kind of students who who work to get at this academy, so they're all incredulous. Uh, the main two students that we spend the most time with is uh, Sistine and Rumia. Mm-hmm. Let me guess, class and, president? Uh, uh, no, I, they don't really go into who's the class president. Oh, uh, that's plus one. They um, they're well, Rumia is like the the nicer one. They're they're sisters. Um, yeah. They live together, and it's implied in the first episode that one like uh, one of them is maybe adopted or something like that. And you find out later what it actually is. Do they have a nickname uh, sis- as like a tag team? No. Are they anywhere related <laughs> to the Fire Sisters? No. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> You've been watching a lot of Monogatari. What uh, gave you that idea? <laughs> well, the Discord. Um. Uh, Sistine is the one who's kind of, I guess, outspoken and is always on his case. Like, you need to be doing this and that because you're our instructor. So in the first episode, she challenges him to a duel uh, for him to quit. Yeah. And she whoops his ass. Surprisingly. Because he doesn't know how to – yeah, he doesn't know how to shorten. Like, in this world, uh, spells are spoken. And apparently there's a way to shorten the spell – but still have it work uh, in your favor. So they all know how to, they, do, they call it mana manipulation. They all know how to manipulate their mana to where they can speak like two words and boom, out comes a lightning bolt. Whereas he has to speak the whole thing. Uh, but eventually, eventually we get to a point where we learn that he knows more than them because he's been out in the world working as a mage. And he, like, they've, they've just been... he hates magic. They've just been... 
Yeah, he hates magic. Okay. Well, you find out why later. Um, he, uh, like I said, uh, the, all these kids know how to, like, they know from memory. They, they're they th- essentially been taught, you know, like in a school, memorize this for the test, memorize that for the test. So everything they have, they have from memory, but not every concept they know. Yeah, there's no understanding uh, behind the meaning. Yeah. But he, he has that understanding, so he can manipulate magic in a different way than them. And then, you know, it takes them all by surprise. Yeah. Ooh. So like he speaks magic, like he speaks like I, the way the way it made me like I'd laugh thinking about it was, you know, how uh, how Captain Kirk does the, you know, the, the, the Kirk comma like I can't believe what you're saying right now. Like that kind of like, you know, <laughs> different inflection. Like it, it's kind of like that when he adds pauses at different parts of the incantation, the spell does different things. So he know like by knowing this, he can manipulate magic and take his opponents or whomever by surprise and this surprises the students and at at first like because you find this out you're thinking okay so you know it's kind of like again they they take a lot of inspiration from great teacher onizuka (laughs) and they mention great teacher glenn radars twice oh that's where that's from Uh, (laughs) but but like you get the sense that it's going to be like that and he's going to maybe he's going to start helping kids one by one down the you know uh down the line of the the school chart uh you know moral of the week style but it turns out that rumia and minor like minor spoilers skip ahead First now three episodes man <laughs> rumia is is actually this country's princess and she was claimed yes. dead by the royal family and she was taken in by Sistine's family Mm-hmm. And in in the in, well, the first three episodes, a terrorist organization attacks the school, and we find out that Glenn used to be a mage hunter. Yeah, he used to kill he, mages. He uses magic for murder, and he hates magic because, like, his hands are incredibly stained with blood. Um, so and he's just over the course of this, you know, this three yeah, three episode arc, you just get to see like how much of a badass he really is and you know how much yeah. he, he actually cares about these students that he's been mentoring and well he 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 comes to to appreciate like, cuz he sees them and he sees him at his younger self like cuz he mentions in the first episode and a, a few times otherwise that he wanted as a kid he wanted to be a, a mage for justice and that's why he took on the work of killing rogue and and you know black mages or whatever uh but he's jaded because of that and like working with these kids he now sees you know that potential that that drive to be a good person to be a good mage and it makes him want to to teach them what he knows so that they don't make they don't fall into the same mistakes uh these bad mages have and i think that that really endeared me to that character it's 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 a fun show um it's got you know some good action uh i think some you know good some good good comedy comedy. yeah it, it it gets really dark when it needs to. It gets light when it needs to. I'm really enjoying the balance of that. Uh, and I'm hoping we get to see more of Silica fighting because she's apparently a yeah, badass. We haven't got to see that yet. But uh, here's the hope. We're in the middle of um, a tournament arc. Did you, in, in the, yeah, in the latest episode, there's kind of a tournament arc. But because it's probably just going to be a 12 episode, I imagine the tournament arc will be over next episode mm-hmm. or the episode after that. But I, I'm I'm ex- I'm expecting to see... Uh, I'm expecting to see Silica um, fight. Fight, yeah, in the next So, one. Logan, when I was asking you about this show, you had said it maybe it's not for everybody. What would you? What is your reason for that comment? Uh, because it is a magical high school show. So, you know, despite it okay. having 
all this good stuff going for it. I think some people are just predisposed to hate this kind of show. For anyone, for anyone who's interested, it is a it is a great show so far. I'm I'm wondering how they're going to tie it up. I'm hoping it's not. Mm. As soon as you said it was twelve episodes, I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. nope. I'm not. I'm not sure if it's twelve, but I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure, sure like twelve. That's yeah. yeah. Well, it's either going to do one Maybe of two things. It's either going to have the the the. It sounds like it's either going to have this the the tournament arc as one episode, or it's going to end halfway through and it's going to be manga bait. The the tournament arc. It'll, um, it'll be short. Like there it, it already had it already had one episode. It ended uh, after. So it's it's at least going to be two episodes because the next episode's going going into it. Something is clearly going to happen at this at this at this magical. It's like a magical sports festival. Yeah. Sad. Um, so yeah, hashtag that's sad. That. Uh, I I think it's definitely worth. <laughs> that's checking your out. opinion, man. I think it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even seen it. Oh. Our next show is um is also a school setting. Um, and it's pretty much the show I've been looking for. Uh. I told you guys last season I was looking for a show like just your your slice of life, school, drama, um, basically the stuff that everyone kind of rolls their eyes at at this point because we've seen so much of it. But this one does it really, really well. Um, it's a show none of us have drafted. Uh, I'll let Logan open this one up. Um, so yeah, the next show on our list here is uh, Suki Gakure, which uh, is like is the moon so beautiful or something like that. Um, and it's yeah, it's like it's a middle school uh, romance drama uh, about these these kids who are just you know exploring uh, what love is and just navigating society, uh, high school or middle school, um, and everything that comes with that. And it's just really, really good. Like the nostalgia mm-hmm. that this show makes me feel is intense like it's nostalgia just, for what middle school like this this is like oh. how life was for you know me and i assume yeah. others whoever yeah. whoever wrote this show has a really really good memory or understanding of like that kind of young innocent type of romance because that's what this is. This is like that, like your first girlfriend and holding hands is a holy shit big deal, like that kind of mm-hmm. thing. But it's at the same time, it's very relaxing. It's to very watch. relaxing and and nostalgic. <laughs> this show is genuinely a beautiful show. I, I knew I was going to love the show within thirty seconds of the of it coming on. Um, mm-hmm. It just opens with scenes of you know your typical sakura blossoms falling in the streets of this you know, smallish town, um, people walking. That looked really pretty. It, it was, it's gorgeous. It's a gorgeous show. The art style is gorgeous. The characters look great. I mean, they're, they're, they're all very generic looking. I mean, we're not, we're not here to see characters with capes and spiky hair. I mean, these, all these characters look like you're like human beings. Yeah. And, um, I think what makes this show so great is they act like human beings too. I mean, this, it's so authentic, the, the way they act that, especially for a, an age, I think, where we say it's nostalgic, but how I imagine it must be for kids nowadays, because a lot of their conversations happen through their cell phones, um, yeah. through chat rooms, you know? <laughs> for sure. Man, Which yeah. none of us had growing up, well, but I imagine, like, I you know, they they get to know each other in, in text message, and then they get <laughs> together and they're afraid to talk to each other. I mean, yes, that's probably how I would have been if I had that that medium of communication back then too, because we were all so shy in that, at that age. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Yeah. That, that just like, you know, 
you text the girl you like and you're just waiting, holding your phone, waiting, <laughs> waiting for her to text back. <laughs> different well, different times, I must say, Logan, different times. Yeah, no, for 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 me and, and Jeff and, and you, uh, JD, it's probably more along the lines of giving a girl your, your number and saying, hey, maybe you call and like, we can study over the yeah. phone or something, you know, a little stupid little excuse you give them and, and you just wait. You're waiting by the phone and your dad's like, what are you doing? And you're like, uh, nothing, just waiting for a call. <laughs> and then and then the phone <laughs> rings and you get really excited and you answer it to find out it's like, a, you know, it's like a telemarketer <laughs> or something. <laughs> you hang up the phone are you real the head quick of the like, oh, shit, she, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you're not Sarah. <laughs> and, and he gets a text. He, he get you know, the... The boy, which we all would relate to, obviously more. I think um, he he gets the text that it like he's happy. He, he it seems like she's reciprocating the interest, and he gets so excited he starts punching the the like hey, the light, yeah, the light things thing. that yeah. <laughs> the, the little thing you pull to turn the light on. It, it, like he gets so ex- it, it when it's, he's sad he punches it slower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, uh, this show's beautiful. It really is. I mean, I. I am loving the show and, and I'm really just, it, everything is so beautiful, um, believable. Uh, and it's got me on the edge of my seat, actually. I like, I want to see that these last two. episode. Yeah. 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 There's that last episode. I was anxious. <laughs> like, I think I said I was anxiously angry. Yeah. Like the whole time I was anxious and I was, I was like, if this doesn't turn out the way I want it to, I'm going to be so pissed <laughs> off right now. Yeah. Like, it, it gave me that kind of like anxiety. Like, yeah. Like the first so three the episodes. The studio really- that did this is called Studio Feel. Yeah. Feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. Same as Outbreak Company. Okay. <laughs> um, it's great. Awesome. It's, honestly, they do kiss excess. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> it's a great show. Uh, Search your feelings. You know it to be true. My my one my one gripe would be their use of CG isn't always um, seamless. It's at weird points. Yeah, it's at weird points. Well, it's always with a lot of people. It's just CG people walking yeah. around, which is becoming CG more and more people. common in uh, in anime. If they're trying to. If they're trying to show like a marketplace, a busy marketplace, the, the characters will be CG. I think that probably makes sense. It's probably hard to draw a scene mm-hmm. like that and have it look good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, honestly, this so far is probably my favorite show of the season because um, I love romance and uh, it's making me, you know, reminisce and feel emotions I haven't felt in a while. So I appreciate it <laughs> a lot. Yeah, no, it, it's it's great for that. I I'm glad you guys because we were talking about this, uh, the three of us, and I'm glad you guys recommended it because I I'm loving the show more than I way more than I thought I was yeah, going to. Hell of a cliffhanger on yep. uh, episode three too. Mm-hmm. So, for sure, give it a shot. Yeah. It's worth it. It's definitely um, it's up. It's it's a really so far. I've only watched four episodes now, but um. It, it does anime romance, especially middle school romance, just as good, if not better, as anything I've seen. So, just like if you um, if you like romance, if you don't, then yeah, just don't don't bother because it's, it's kind of, very it's, just, it's, it's slow. all romance. Yeah. yeah, it's not much action. Yeah, but uh, but who doesn't like romance? I mean, come on, you're lying to yourself if you don't like romance. <laughs> yeah, be more honest with yourself. Um. Okay, the next show on the list here is called. Well, it has many names. Um, it goes by Sukasuka or World End. Uh, what do you do at the end of the world? Are you busy? Will you save us? Um, 
and I'm sure there are others. Uh, but it is about the story of this guy who is the last human in the world um, among a world of a bunch of different kind of like animal races and stuff like that. And I think in the first episode, uh, he gets referred to as a uh, a hairless one or whatever um, because he's mostly, you know, a normal human with only hair on his head. Um, and he takes a job as this, as the uh, caretaker of this warehouse uh, where this government is, uh, or the not government, this, um, this company is uh, housing what they describe as weapons of mass destruction. And it turns out that these weapons of mass destruction are little uh, girls who are fairies. Um, and the, everyone lives on like these floating islands because down on earth, um, there are these, uh, I think they're just called beasts, um, who just kill everyone that come down there. And so that the, the way that they, they, you know, fight these beasts is they, um, raise these fairy girls until they're like 15, 16, where they're like, I guess the magical potential is highest. And then they send them down there and the, the, with these weapons, these magical weapons, um, and they fight until the beasts are weak. And then the fairies are instructed to self-destruct themselves with their magical energy. Holy shit. Yeah. It's pretty dark. Like you, like, Early on, you see like these children are raised with no um, sense of self-worth or self-preservation. Like a girl falls down a cliff, is bleeding profusely from her head, and uh, all the other kids are like, just go get the ball, go get the ball, because she was chasing the ball. <laughs> it's, Walk it off, she's fine. Exactly. <laughs> and it horrifies The, the Spartan method of children, of child raising. Exactly, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's really good. It's really surprisingly good. It, and, where, where is it at? It's, it's on Crunchyroll. Oh, I will be checking this one out. Yes. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. I was not expecting what you just described. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, and uh, it's like, it's it's got a lot of levels uh, that it's tackling. Um, How are you liking it, Logan? That doesn't sound like a show you would be into. I'm absolutely into it. It's cute girls, man. Cute girls. Cool. I'm all about cute girls. Okay. All right. All and right. This guy, cute. he's... Like so, these weapons that the the, the fairy girls use are human uh, constructed weapons, um, and humans are able to use them. I think better than anyone else. But he's got a lot of issues and stuff due to um, his backstory. Like he was frozen for six hundred plus years, and he's the, mm-hmm. you know, the last of the humans because they were eradicated by these beasts. Um, and so he's got a lot of health problems but uh he wants to you know find ways for these fairy girls not to have to kill themselves to save the world so crazy yeah it's good stuff it's it's really good i was not expecting it but uh and uh btag said he watched like the first half of the first episode and dropped it like it was hot because the first half of the first episode is totally not indicative of the show as a whole um so if you can get through that first half, I enjoy it, but it is kind of a uh, a red herring. Um, I think you'll you'll see the true nature of the show, and uh, it's good. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah, yeah. cool. Might pick that one up today. Do it. Yeah. 
All right. Well, that's all the okay. time we have for uh, this episode, unfortunately. Hey. Um, hey. No, no. Don't do that to me. <laughs> You're mean. You're horrible Thank people. you for listening to episode 32, part one. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't, don't turn it off. JD's got one to talk about. Oh. He's going to talk me into it. Oh, I'm going to get Logan too. Carlos, I'm nah, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> So this next one is one of my top picks and it's called Waru Salesman, the laughing salesman. It's more or less a reboot of a show from the eighties uh, mm-hmm. of the same name by the same studio. It's by Shine animation, which is the same studio that does Doraemon and crown Shinchan. So that kind of gives a little background on the art style immediately. Uh, It's a show that I'm really sad to say nobody's watching this season. It's it's even rated as one of the lowest, but that's probably because of the art style. People aren't used to it. They they think it looks strange. Um, It's something straight out of something you'd see in like the 70s or 80s, for sure. Not going to beat around the bush on that one. Uh, in my opinion, it has the best opening song of the season. It's very addicting. Just go give it, go give it a watch, go give, give it a listen. Better yet, uh, but yeah, there, there's only like three shows that this is rated above, and that's Frame Arm, Arms Girls, Kabuki Boo, <laughs> which is like a dance anime, and uh, the the one about like the monk and oh, having sexual shame. urges. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds great, but no, the monk is like the worst of the season. It's too bad. <laughs> oh, the monk one. It's too bad. That's the one where the monk and the girl do things they're not supposed to, or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they like get drunk and do stuff to each other. <laughs> so yeah, Laughing Salesman uh, is actually really good. It's episodic, as expected. It uh, every episode is broken into two uh, plots. So it's you're essentially getting two episodes in one. Um, it focuses on each episode focuses on a new character going through some type of uh, difficult moment in life. In whether it's like they they want to fall in love, uh, they want to go for a jog without running into people, um, wants to be noticed at work, or there's too much stress at work and you want to relax. Uh, so comes in. The Laughing Salesman. And he is really goofy looking. He's super tall compared to all the other guys. He's got... He's always got this stupid grin on his face that's about the size of his face. He's all teeth. I've shown you guys pictures of him. He looks ridiculous. And... Just going off, let's say, the first episode. Uh, One guy is having... You know, all he does is work. All he wants to do is relax... One day, a co-worker goes up to him and is like, Hey, don't you wish you could go to a pub in which all the girls will take care of you for an hour and then you can go back to work, you know, have a couple drinks and you're, and you're fine. He's like, yeah, that sounds great. And he goes there and it's this secret club where it's just these two guys and all the girls are there. They're real cute. And he's all, he's like, oh my God, this is great. This is heaven. In comes Laughing Salesman. Yeah, well, there's always a there's always a perk. He'll give you a deal. It's like, hey, you can come to this place, but only during your lunch hour. 
It doesn't exist outside of your lunch hour. It's not the same place. Because this guy gets so enamored with the place, he wants to go back at night after work. And comes to find out that all the women have changed. They're ugly. <laughs> you know, uh, like crap. So he goes back during the day and the two guys um, end up spending all their money. And the salesman's like, hey, you know, be careful. Don't overindulge yourself. This is supposed to just relax for an hour and then you go back to work. You know, relieve the stress. Well, they end up spending all their money, getting pissed drunk, and showing up late to work. And their boss yells at them. They're to- totally like just slammed at like four in the afternoon because <laughs> they ended up being there all day. And it cuts to the laughing salesman going, "Well, maybe you should try to not overindulge in things. You know that you you, you basically you shouldn't overdo it. Uh, that was that lesson. And that's up. That's half. That's the first half of episode one." And things get a lot darker, and they showed that with the second half. And I even had my brother watch it. He was he was into it. Um, I've had a few other people watch it, and they go, wow, this is actually pretty good. Um, so the second one is a woman stressed out at work. All of her co-worker, co-worker women just make fun of her. Like, she has tacky clothes. She looks, looks like crap. Um, she's not rich or doesn't come from a rich family. You know, and, and the way she relieves her stress is by... Uh, kind of becoming a shopaholic where she maxes out her credit card. She just, she goes through that rush of just buying things in comes the, you know, and she's in a, she's in a pinch. She's like, Oh, her credit card is declined. In comes laughing salesman. Here's a credit card in which it has no limit and you can spend whatever you want. But remember, it's only for you to relieve the stress. Cause that's what she said. That was her excuse. She's like, I only do it to relieve the stress. I get the rush from shopping and that's all it's for. Well, he goes, here you go. This is all it's going to be for then. So the, the catch to that was she buys, she, oh my God, it works. She buys all the clothes that she wants. She gets all that. Well, the next morning, Laughing Salesman shows up with like a crew and takes all the stuff she bought away. Because that's all it's for. So then she gets the idea, okay, well, it's not fun if all the clothes are taken away. So then she starts, you know, giving herself a makeover, manicure, all that, uh, um, hair, hair done, everything. Uh, she's like, okay, well, he can't repossess that. Well, laughing salesman comes in uh, after she had a great night out. She even got a date for the first time. It seemed like in forever. Uh, she was, she was at the high point in her life. Laughing salesman comes in. It's like, well, I got to repossess what you bought. So then you, the viewer, are like, oh my god, what is he going to repossess? He repossessed her youth because that was the only way to get back her previous looks. So that's where it gets dark. And the preceding episodes are something along those lines of a runner uh, uh, keeps bumping into people. Here's a card to keep you from bumping into people, but don't, you know, share it with anybody. Uh, so sometimes it's it's on the people from going above and beyond what they were supposed to do with what he gives them. And other times it's him just being a dick. <laughs> hmm. So it's it's your typical story of like be careful what you wish for grass isn't always greener on the other side like exactly you know. uh, not uh, not overindulge in what you think is is going to be good um, it's 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 very episodic it's it's life lessony it's a dark comedy for sure I really I really enjoy it it's a it's a good and it's on a Monday so it's it's a it it, it premieres on Monday on Crunchyroll it's a good Monday watch because then how how much I don't know about you guys, but when I work on a Monday and I come home, I'm like, oh my God, 
uh, yeah. I just, I don't, I, I want to unwind and, you know, I can relate to these people. <laughs> yeah. That, that sounds good. I mean, it, it definitely, it sounds how weird is it? Are I, we talking like, tw- uh, it's, it seems like it's only going to be about 12 episodes, uh, but it could be more okay. because it's episodic. They could have more right now. It's question they're 25 mark. minute episodes. 23, 25 minute episodes. Yeah, but each plot is only about twelve minutes, ten to twelve minutes. Twelve minutes, right? Yeah, it 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 actually does intrigue me mostly because your description of it uh, reminds me of uh, the Twilight Zone, and that's kind of yeah. what I love the old Twilight Zone episodes. So that's I might a, have that's a great way to compare. It's it's you could watch YouTube videos of people reacting to the show. Cause I was very curious how many people, how many people enjoy serious? it is, is yeah. <laughs> as stupid as it sounds, it's like, who's watching the show? Cause if you go on my enemy list, only, only like 7,000 people have rated it. while 300,000 people have, have rated attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's one of the, it's one of the lowest watched, lowest rated shows of the season. And it's, it's not true. Well, yeah. I mean, we've got a podcast to talk about it. So uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, very, I'm very excited. Uh, I, I wouldn't mind it going more than 12 or 25. Uh, the original series was really long because it's it's that kind of show that can it has an infinite amount of material yeah. to, to touch on. Well, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate, though, because it sounds like it's not getting the press it needs uh, to to be funded for another season. Um, I don't know how it's doing in Japan, but that is. That's too bad because uh, it sounds, you know, it sounds like it deserves it deserves to, it's, to be it's, watched. It's a it's a good watch. I'm I'm really enjoying it. It's it's not what it's made out to be. It's it's a good example of just taking my name list for it, uh, as an example of a low score on there doesn't represent what you may think the show is. Fair enough, for sure. Yeah, there's another one we'll talk in part two that's kind of in the same boat, unfortunately, that I really enjoy. Well, I think that's going to do it for the the first part of our uh, our impressions. Um, yep, this is going to be a two parter. Two part. Logan, did I convince you? Nope. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> Why? Okay. Okay. Why? What? 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 What is it missing? Cute girls. Mm, it's just visually unappealing. That's kind of the consensus on why people won't even give it a try. Yeah. Just too bad. Yeah. Just I'll give bad. it a shot. Uh, I'll give it good an episode you, or two and see what I think. I'm happy for you, JD. Jeff's going to do good, it. The good thing is you can pop in at any episode and it won't matter. Hmm. I might give the first episode a shot after. Uh, I don't think I'll be I watching s- a lot of a lot of the other shows until, unfortunately, <coughs> you know, I'm a, I am a student. So after finals, I'll probably give it a shot. And by that point, I could probably binge it. And by that point, I'm going to need to binge something because I'm usually burnt out after finals. So, yeah. Yeah. Carlos, I say I say give episode three a try. That was really good. Okay. Well, if I'll, I'll give up to episode three. And if it's still, you know, interesting, I'll keep going. Let's try something different here. Um, uh, let's each one of us go through a show that we haven't started watching yet of the descriptions we got today. Uh, what are you most intrigued about? And maybe we'll start of the shows we talked about here in part one. <laughs> I mean, that's easy for me. It's, uh, it's Attack on Titan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I haven't started watching it, but I know I will. Probably laughing salesman. Uh, that sounds Yay! interesting. Like like the, the Twilight Zone comparison really get, gets me interested. I'm not watching Attack on Titan, and I won't. Uh, I'm done with that series. You guys all enjoy. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yay, laughing salesman! I actually convinced Carlos without even trying. <laughs> <laughs> 
it was reverse psychology. <laughs> Logan, don't don't you know you shouldn't watch Attack on Titan. Really, uh, Laughing Salesman is is much better. <laughs> mm, okay. <laughs> what about you, JD? Anything? Uh, the way you guys were talking about uh, Suki Gakure, yeah, hmm. that that's probably the one I'd I'd watch. Go good romance. Yeah, since I'm the only one out of the group who hasn't seen it. <laughs> what about you, Jeff? Yeah, it's good. Uh, I'd probably say Sakura Quest just because of the fact that Logan linked it to um, Hanasaki Roha and uh, uh, Shirobako. The other show. Um, but also, The Bastard Magical Instructor sounds pretty good. So. <laughs> but, but Laughing Salesman is definitely Salesman. number two. Surprisingly. I'm going to give Laughing Salesman a shot. Um, yes! <laughs> but, uh, so you I can, guess I've got a put, few. You could put it on uh, before bed. Good ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'd saying. Be, I'd be interested in. to hear what the <laughs> let, let us know those of you listening. I'd be interested to hear what the the audience thinks. Like based on based on our descriptions, what would what are you not watching that you'd be willing to watch after hearing us describe it? And I'm sorry, I um so much. So um um um, um. yeah, <laughs> that's okay. We all do it. Um. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Are there any questions? <laughs> nope, no questions. Not this no time. Questions. We're gonna we're just gonna keep it to to the impressions and. Uh, oh, okay. Fair enough. And uh, we will uh, yeah. be back next time for the uh, the it's... second half for all the shows that you didn't hear about this time. So. We're we're over two hours, even though we've broken into two parts. So. <laughs> exactly. It's a good thing um, we did that. So. We actually should probably start breaking out. it up more because we watch a lot of anime. Yes, I agree. Okay. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll uh, catch you later. Peace. Thanks, everybody. Bye.